Ahoy! Welcome back to Binge Worthy Breakdown brought to you by Hobby Homies Network. I'm Kate. And I'm Caitlin. And today we are going to be going through Season 1, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Episodes 15 to 21. Nine-Nine! Nine-Nine! Woo! So, Caitlin, what did you think of these episodes? Pretty good. Very happy. Yeah. Yeah. There's some really good... I got some really good quotes this week, guys. Oh, I'm excited. It was, it was some, <laughs> oh, I was in fits of laughter, these ones. Ooh. I think it's this is where it's getting quite good. I think this is the point. I reckon it's these bunch of episodes that really hooked the audience in yeah. to, to carry on for the rest of the series. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I've really developed the characters now. It did. So now it's actually more about the storyline and yep. characters together yeah. rather than separately. And different mixes of characters. Um, yes. This epi- um, these few episodes. So. Yeah. Ooh. Here we go. Let's head on in. So we've got um, episode 15, Scully and Hitchcock synopsis for Operation Broken Feather. (laughs) Uh, So it was released on 2nd of Feb 2014 and... What did you say? Oh, 2nd of Feb. What do you think it was? I thought you said Feb 14. I'm like, oh, Valentine's Day. It's not. (laughs) Oh, no. Moving on. (laughs) That comes up... uh, No, they don't release one, sadly. Actually, There was no Valentine's episode. They don't do a Valentine episode. That's a bit disappointing. It is. Um, anyway, anyway, Operation Broken Feather. <laughs> yep. Let's go back. Uh, while investigating a string of hotel robberies together, Peralta is upset to discover that Santiago is considering leaving the precinct to work with his nemesis, the Vulture, mm. in the Special Crimes Unit. Yes. It's a very brief summary. Very but, brief uh, summary. <laughs> it pretty much has everything what's happened. So we'll move on to episode 16. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> Done. Let's run, um, yeah. run me through the plot. Yes. So there was a couple of plot lines in this one. So we'll start with the cold open where mm. they're playing touch fo- football yes. with the fire department. Marshall Boone. Patton Oswalt come back. Yes, he's back again. Love um, him. See, so just short little snippets of him. I know. And you laugh every time. Love it. Every time yeah. he pops up. So good. Um, I must admit, my favourite little bit of that whole cold open was just Terry's dancing oh. every time he's yeah. gone. You don't have to dance every time. <laughs> <laughs> and then he cracks it and he's like, he says to Peralta, you only have one move. It's always to Terry. Blah, blah, blah. I like to see you do one. And he's like, watch me. Just lifts him up <laughs> and runs down. Now, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, but I also love the fact, this is the first episode, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but even with um, the next plot line with the vulture coming into it, but where they've actually had music. So they yes. play You're the Best. Um, I don't know if that's the name of the song, but, you know, You're the Best. <laughs> yeah. Um, during the touch football. Yes. And then music with the murder perp playing yeah. I Got You, Babe. I know. I was so good. I noted that down in my yes. notes. I was like, I loved it. Yeah. I was like, hey, they never have music. But I liked that they never have music because it takes yeah. away from the comedy and it's such a short episode you can't really play much music but it worked this episode it totally really fits in it. like with jake's like personality as well as yeah. like yeah i've led him to kind of mull over his answers and kind yeah. of sit there because i've got him and then it's a whole halt's reaction to him i get it because you got him because you got him babe <laughs> <laughs> see and again andre doesn't think he's funny but it's just the way he you know, executes that oh, line. 100%. So funny. And it just tears down, like, Jake's jokes. Yeah, it it's does. Like, oh, He's it's like, ruined uh, what I was doing. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, so, yeah, so they have, uh, as you just said, I got you, babe, playing for the murder perp. And Amy comes running up going, oh, my God, the vulture's on his way up. They keep stealing our cases. So mm-hmm. he's like, right, I've got to get this guy to confess. Otherwise, you know, we're not going to retain our... Um, 
our arrest, yeah. right? So I just loved it at the very end. I'm not going to go through all that happened, but obviously the vault just coming up. Tear gas, bloody Scully tries oh. to tear gas him. No, doesn't do it. Doesn't hurt any. Um, and then, yeah, the perps are like, suck it, Vulture. I killed the guy and his neighbor. And he's like, wait, what? You and killed his neighbor? neighbor? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I had to laugh at the photo of him oh, and Amy. Oh, he looks like a demon. Oh. <laughs> her eyes were so red. And he's got a frame presenting it I to know, her. But she was so proud of it. Yeah. She's like, oh, best moment ever. Um, but how would they get her eyes out? Obviously, they would have. Eye drops. Dumb question. Or just filters, like when yeah. they're photoshopping. But also hairs. Imagine like trying to brush out that hair. That I know, the hairspray. Oh, could you imagine? Oh. And it's bad ho- enough I wake up in the morning wig. and have to put a brush through my hair. I know. Right? I barely even do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got like Clearly a bird's not. nest. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you can't see, but Kate's hairs in this. Nah, I'm joking. It's good. <laughs> it is. <laughs> um, so they have a – so Jake and Amy um, – uh, trying to track down this thief who is th- stealing thousands of dollars worth of jewelry, mm. and whilst they're on this mission, I'm calling it a mission because what else we're going to call stake it out. on the stakeout and stuff. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's a bit more official. It is, but you know, uh, Amy reveals to Jake that she's applying for. She got approached, I should yeah. say, sorry, um, from the special. I had a written major, down, uh, major crimes. crimes um, for a job, and Jake immediately is like, "Wait, what? You can't leave." A, you're going to go work with the vulture. And why would you leave this? You love being a cop. We get to mm-hmm. do all these things like rummage through a bin to Especially find... when he um, finds out that it's going to be like a desk job and he's like, that doesn't suit you. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. He literally laughs in her face. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, a desk job? You don't want to do that. And then tries to prove her wrong into why she should stay in the job mm-hmm. that she's got. It's a dumpster diving song dumpster that gets dive. me. <laughs> <laughs> going diving yeah. in a dumpster. <laughs> Actions. Oh my gosh, yeah. And he's like fish hands as he's doing it. Kind of, you know, like a kid doing a, a swim. dolphin. In. A dolphin, yeah. <laughs> um, so I quite liked that bit of cute banter between it Jake was. and Amy. And you can see the little sparks between them. Mm-hmm. Um, but her OCD with her collar, when he just like flicks it, he's uh, just like, I'm yeah. good, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I'm sure you are. He just sort of shows like how well he really does know Amy. Yeah. So we're sort of building this chemistry between the two of them, which I'm, I'm digging. I'm liking it. Because we already know that he's got a kind of a crush on her. Well, Boyle got in his head. Yeah. So all along, he never thought about it. And now Boyle's like, oh, guys, I think something's going But he won't openly admit it. Like, oh, he's God, like, no. oh, why, like, you know, why don't you want me to leave? And yeah. he's like, well, no, it's just because it's major crimes. Yeah. You can go anywhere you want. Exactly. She asks him straight up, yeah. if I was to leave for any other thing, would you care? And he's like, no, nah, it's just because it's major crimes. Yeah. She looks slightly disappointed as well. She did, didn't she? Yeah. She kind of wanted him to say it's because, yeah. like, she's playing a bit. They're playing like a game of chicken. Who's gonna yeah. be the first one to admit it? Mm-hmm. It'll come, hopefully. Hey, Shane. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't help myself. So, I did notice in when they were going around doing all the door knocking to get some information about this thief mm-hmm. and what he looks like. Did you notice that the guy that they knocked on the door, yeah, yeah. that he's from one of the first episodes? Yeah. I was like, wait, isn't he the guy that couldn't speak English and took the photo? Yeah. (laughs) He pops up a couple of times, actually. I think, yeah. Yeah. A couple more episodes. Do you remember the songs that they were singing? Uh, Some random country. I can't remember. Or is that legit country? I have no idea. It sounded made up. Yeah. And it's about a dog losing its virginity. Yeah. <laughs> the and then, who takes the time to translate that? <laughs> <laughs> Someone clearly does. So they're trying to track this thief who's um, stolen thousands of dollars of jewellery. 
So they go to – they're having a, a – I can't say how they pronounce antiques. but Antiquities. Antiquities. And Jake is like, it's pronounced antiques. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he go – they go there and um, in order to – they know the guy's going to be there, mm-hmm. but they just can't see him in this swarm of people around all these tables. So Jake's um, decides that he'll be the auctioneer. Um, and he swaps <laughs> suit and he goes to the guy, how would you like to be the first guy to undress in front of Amy Santiago? <laughs> And she's just like, oh, for goodness sake. And he just walks off. Um, so, yeah, so they he's up there trying to auction off all this weird, oh, I guess, antiques. The vase. $10. Yeah, $10. <laughs> oh, side way too low. <laughs> Everyone's like, bargain. Thank you very much. Um, so, anyway, auctioning off things. And then I, I honestly forgot he was in it. Adam Sandler just yes. like randomly appears. Oh. And he does the like genuine banter, which I probably think this again back to what you have said is probably the bit of improv here. Yeah. When he mentions about Kevin Spacey and what, what character does he play? It's a serious movie, man. And then mentions what character he's like. There it is. Because <laughs> they and Joe Theismann's in it too. Jo- thank you. I wrote. I could. I wrote Joe, but I for the life of me couldn't remember his surname. Do you know there why you though that that no? these in? So I was reading up that this episode got released um, as. It's a special wording for it. Um, a Super Bowl lead-out program. Oh. Is this Super Bowl time? Yeah, that's out? the thing. So here's a whole handout. So hey. the episode aired um, as a lead-out program. So okay. it actually enables shows to take advantage and retain extended audiences. Right. So it comes straight after the Super Bowl. So they played New Girl, which I also recommend watching if you haven't. Oh, Yes, love New Girl. Yes. And then they played this episode. So oh, okay. by having Adam Sandler and Joe Theismann, yep. like it kind of amps up the episode to having guest appearances. Got it. Yeah. Oh, good handout. I like it. Mm. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> so Adam Sandler jumps up on stage. He, mind you, he got to the stage extremely quick from his table. Yeah. Because all of a sudden, he literally stood up, next minute, pans back, and he's on the stage. I was like, what, did he sprint there? <laughs> um, but yeah, he's trying to bid for him put a sock in the moron's mouth. <laughs> what did he get up to, like, $1,400 or something? Or thirteen? No, it was 1300 yeah. And he would pay more to, to put Doing the sock himself. in himself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anywho, so while uh, Jake's up there... He mentions, oh, sorry, he's pointing out all these different people on the different tables and Amy's walking around going, no, nah, it's not him, not him. And then they point out the grey guy in the grey shirt on table eight. I can't remember what table it was. And the guy's like, oh, shit, that's me. Um, <laughs> MIPD. MIPD, yeah. And Jake, like, dives off the Like off he's the stage. ran over tables. Yes, ran over tables um, and took him down and broke Joe's leg at the same time. The, the second leg. Is yeah. that a joke? Yeah, right. So I'm assuming there's some sort of – has he broken his leg before? Possibly. I didn't investigate that much, but I would I'm assume so because so. they made a point of it and then Adam's like, Joe, I got it on camera. So there's got to be some sort of inside joke there. Yeah, that's why, like, I reckon this one was specifically for the yeah. Americans. Cause, and because it came after the Super Bowl, like, maybe – yeah, it was some big thing that yeah. he broke his leg. Exactly. So Jake's thinking, sweet, we got the perp, we're all sweet here. Amy's not going to go anywhere. Like, why would she leave this? We just had the best time. We got mm-hmm. him. It was so fun. Amy's like, no, I'm still going to take the interview. I'm still going to do the interview, sorry. And it really pissed Jake off. It like, did, yeah. He was really annoyed. And quite frankly, he was a bit of a dick to Amy about it. Mm, you know, know, he didn't support her and was like, you're being a bad, what did he say? I wrote it here somewhere. Um, says you're being a bad partner. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that, uh, you could see it in Amy's face. She was like, oh, I was not Considering expecting she's that. she's like the most loyal one. Yeah. 
Um, so Jake's pretty pissed off. Um, and goes and talks to Holt about it. And Holt's like, yeah, I know. I support her. She wants to be captain. I can tell she wants to be captain because she was busted wearing his hat. Oh, that was so cute. <laughs> it was cute. She did look cute in a little hat. Um, so Holt's doing like, oh, I support her. She deserves it. And then I think that made Jake realize because he said to her, said to him. He really gave it to him. He did. Um, you know, you're being a bad friend, really. Mm. He's and a bad being detective. Bad, bad de- correct. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Jake comes around and, and goes over to Amy right before her interview and says, I think you're amazing. You do all these great things. You're punctual. You're just everything great mm. about a detective. And I can see it in an hour with the episode being like that scene being completed. Amy's just thinking, oh, yeah, keep going. Mm-hmm. Keep keep praising keep, me because you don't know what I'm about yep. to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> And even writes her a letter of recommendation. Aww. I thought that was really sweet. That was. Yeah. <laughs> so many spelling errors. So many spelling errors. But it was a thought that counts. Yeah. You know, and she turns around and goes, well, I'm not even doing the interview. Um, pardon me. Um, yeah, decides not to do the interview. And the vulture, I think basically they're like two peas in a pod. Like, get out. Yeah. You're both, you're no good to me. Whatever. Show your true colors. Yeah. And Jake's like, oh, worst nightmare. I said all these nice things. Now you're never going to hear, I'm never going to hear the mm-hmm. end of it. And Amy was, I think deep down, she loved it. Oh, she was loving it. Yeah. She'll hold it against him. No doubt that'll There's a fact again. like he, after like the vultures, like, you know, you're showing your true colors, you know, you guys are the worst. Mm. Jake goes, oh, you know, let's, you know, put it behind us, you know, make peace. And then, like, goes to shake his hand, give him a gift, <laughs> and it's the deer gonna gas canister right. and pulls it and runs. <laughs> yes, that's right. And Vulture's like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't have your sunglasses on that time, did exactly. you? Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so Amy decides to turn down the interview and the mm-hmm. job and decides to stay, which is great. So Jake is very happy and with that. And that continues on. Oh, yes, it does. Special relationship. Yeah. <laughs> very true. So our other plot line is that Holt and Terry are trying to improve the efficiency of the office. Oh, yeah. Terry has this board that he's been plan- working on for years, apparently, mm-hmm. about, you know, how everyone's going, coming along and their productivity throughout the day. So we start off with um, Boyle and the toaster, yeah. you know, spotted someone making a toaster sandwich and spent, how long was it? Like half an hour? Yeah. Showing how to toaster. make a sandwich. Not going to lie, that toaster sandwich looked delicious. I know. It's the fact that he got the flame canister out that really, you know, tipped it over the edge. <laughs> he really toasted that oh, toasty. Yeah. yeah. But hey, I did it. It was delicious. Well, it looked delicious. I didn't it. <laughs> did you taste it? <laughs> yeah, no. Through the screen? Yeah, just through the screen. My mouth watered. Like, oh, it looks so good. Um, so they moved the toaster into the break room. Yes. Which would make sense. Oh, they have a break room and a kitchenette. Yeah. Strange. Well, not really. Well, see, my work just has, it's all in one. Um... You know, we've got the, like, where you make your coffee and stuff. Yeah, but in the break room, they've got the foosball table and the couch. I guess so. And the vending machine and stuff. Yeah. There's a little toffee, toffee, tea and coffee station. Yeah. Cool to have a toffee station too, but. You you never know. know. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, get on that idea. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so they move that. I think that'll stop Boyle. Boyle's Mm -hmm. more productive. Great. Perfect. Then we have Rose's anger. Mount Diaz, as they call it. Yeah. <laughs> so their theory is minimize as many bathroom breaks for everybody else by getting her so mad that it'll keep everyone at their desks. Yep. They won't want to walk past her. Mm-hmm. So they change her screens, <sighs> right? But oh. – Yeah, 
Coco! And then Paul's like, huh? <laughs> um, but the thing that got me, they changed her screens. And then when she came back and was like, oh, I hate these computers. They don't work. And, you know, smashes the screen there. She's angry. But the fact that her computer wasn't working has nothing to do with the screen. Screen is just a screen. It's her hard drive that would have been playing up. Because her stuff her was still... Her screen was frozen. Was it that was frozen? Mm. But even so, would that be the screen causing the hard drive to freeze? It was like freeze? a demented... Like if you, you can oh, kind of okay. see it when Holt's putting it down, like the screen's all like frazzled and Oh, because I thought to myself, I was like, just because it froze doesn't necessarily mean it's the screen's fault. Either way, it got her angry. But I just... Yeah. <laughs> I work on an office. Yeah, but that's, that's why I was like, this that's, doesn't make that's sense That's logical to me. response. Like, yeah. oh, it's got to be the actual, you know. What I'm looking at. Hard drive. Yeah. Yeah. No, when you're like, oh, my gosh, if oh. the screen's frozen, you just got to, like, smash it. And, like, that's what you get angry at straight away because it's what you see. Well, true. I know. But for me being an office person, I'm like, that, 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 that's not right. <laughs> but anyway. Um, you must be slow to anger then, unlike Diaz. Yeah, well, I do a lot of IT for a lot of our uh, crew. So, trust me, my level of anger, patience. my patience is right up there. Trent, if you're listening, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay, thank you, fix this. Uh, the other one is the Boyle Linetti reaction. Yes. So, Boyle, <laughs> I just love it, Gina. This is part of a Gina get up, I reckon, here with the different things that, um, that Boyle was wearing. Oh, yeah. So the fuggly just sweater. The old man sweater. <laughs> Dr. Huxtable. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, so every time he came out with – wait, I missed this part of Terry's explanation. Mm-hmm. Why was he getting close? Oh, because he was cold. Yeah, because he's That's got right. a thin he kept changing skin. the thermostat due to his thin skin condition. Medical Yes. Skin. Yeah. That's right. So he kept coming up with the fugly jumpers. So Holt's like, oh, we'll lock the room. Already done that. Then he comes out with this. Um, the fringe. The fringe jacket. Ja- like cowboy style. Yeah. White leather. But doesn't distract Gina because <laughs> it's Terry Holt- gives her a mirror. It's Holt's comment though. He goes, um, oh my God, where did he get that? It looks like a lesbian. Oh God, we're screwed. <laughs> Paul's become a lesbian. <laughs> and Terry's like, don't worry, how to back up. Giving her a mirror. Ah, she's like a parrot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, so makes good. me laugh. Um, so with everything in place, they're all happy going. The efficiency's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe you're you're gonna have to take over at this point because when Terry and Holt's discussion about the comp stuff for the comp stuff. Thank you. Yeah, you go for it. I, Kate was trying to explain this to me earlier, and I just literally went, "Huh?" Yeah. So I, think, the I, I genuinely step. remember zoning out during this. Commun- um, conversation between the two of them because it just went over my head. I was like, it was oh, at no. the very start where they were talking about, you know, how do we get it done? Mm. And he's like, well, we can comp stat for the comp stat. And that's when, like, Holt's eyes lit up and right. he presents a plan. Yep. Because a comp stat is essentially using the data to identify a problem spot. So they use that in their electronics, like, system to identify bad spots in the neighbourhoods and address it oh. um, from their reporting of crimes. That's why it's all done on computer. Got it. And they've got to be on time, so they get the right statistics and all that. Um, so he's saying, well, let's use it to see the inefficiencies in the office. Right. Which is genius. Very. But then... Um, you know, Holt gets a bit power hungry and oh, he loves his statistics and mm. being more efficient that, uh, you know, um, Terry's like, okay, everything's running well. We'll, we'll get yeah. it done on time. He's like, no, nah, we can do better. We can do better. We, we can, can do, do better. better. He's like, so have you ever heard of Icarus? 
that you, your wings will melt if you get too close to the sun. He's yep. like, no, nah, I'm all about statistics. And he mentioned some movie. The movie, I can't remember the name of the movie. Where but he like cries about cries the statistics. Cries about the statistics yeah. were. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, nah, we can do better. And then from there he decides to move because it comes up later on what he ends up doing yeah. um, as the next plan of action right. when Jake returns after um, – their side plot. Yeah. Um, but essentially they move Scully to Jake's desk because Scully and Hitchcock were starting around. That's right. To make them yep. more protective, they had to be separated. Yes. But Jake comes in and he's like, get out of my desk. Yeah. Yeah. And then he goes to the break room. Yeah. He goes, go to the break room. I'm yeah. That's right. Go wherever. Um, and then he's like filling out reports and then uh, this is where it starts to go a bit haywire and the yes. Icarus thing comes into play because... Uh, Scully goes to put a sheet of paper to the side, but it ends up in the toaster. Yeah. I don't know why. Why was looking. the toaster on? It was there was um some bread in there. Was there? Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then um you know everyone's yelling, getting annoyed that there's a fire. Scully's freaking out. The suspect's <laughs> freaking out. And then in comes Ball to save the day, and he's like, "Why the hell is the toaster in here?" Yeah. So like, I don't know. Yeah. And then all yeah. of a sudden, up Ball goes in flames. <laughs> In his fringe. And the fire extinguisher is like, the fire extinguisher is out because she just used it on her screen. <laughs> on <a> screen. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. So then Terry grabs the blanket and like puts out the fire on, yeah. on boil. And <laughs> Holt's like, hmm, back to the drawing board. <laughs> Goes back inside. Oh, the two of them are going at it and um, Terry's like, that's it. We're done. Like enough. Enough mm -hmm. is enough. And then turns around oh, Gina, Gina and Gina busts them on it. And in the end, you know, she brings everyone else in and they're all fuming that, yeah. you know, you're trying to change our efficiency. And then Gina's like, well, it's actually you guys. The Holtz Jeffers your... Vortex. Yes. That's what she calls it. That's exactly right. <laughs> and in the end, when Holtz like, I probably was a bit too much. And he's like, really? <laughs> uh, and yeah, so in the end they realize, okay, everyone does work efficiently. It's mm -hmm. fine. Um, and then <laughs> I must admit, when Gina was in the chair and then I can't remember what she said. She mentioned, she said something and then Holt's like, get out of my chair. And she's like, yeah, okay. Push yep. it too far. Yeah, yeah cool, exactly. Cool. <laughs> and left. But yeah, that's pretty much, uh, ep I did it again. Last episode, I said season 15. You did. Jeepers creepers. Episode 15. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. This is the two plot lines there. Pretty funny episode. I quite enjoyed that yeah, one. Yeah, it was done. When I first started to watch it, like especially seeing the synopsis, I was like, oh, you know, it's probably not going to be that interesting. Mm. But then I was like, actually, no, it's working. I think the Holt Jeffords thing kind of really gets it, you know, pumping. Again, bring that funny. Something the a bit serious. Plot, yeah. And the funny plot. Yeah. yeah exactly right. Um, so, you know, it kind of works out really well. Because, like, the Amy Jake thing will always continue on, I reckon. Yeah. They're really setting it up. And I like the fact that they're not just rushing into it. Yeah. I like the yeah. build up and it's really subtle. It's not, it's not like, I, you know what? It's, it's the complete opposite. What they did with Boyle and Rosa, where Boyle was like overtly yes. obsessed with Rosa, where these two are just like starting to work out if they like each other. Um, and I quite like that little build up that they're, they're building for the audience Yeah, to be like, Ooh, is it, is it, or isn't it? You know, because it's not like really pushed in your face, like we're saying, no, like it's, it's gradual, not. which is good. Cause yeah, like we get the idea that eventually, like, that they're going to end up together, which At is what we all point, hope. Yeah, but like, it's like, oh, how is this going to work out? When will it happen? Yeah, you know, not like, oh, it's going to happen next episode. It's like, yeah, it's not this obvious. This could go on for another whole season yeah. if it And I would to. be happy with that. Like, yeah. I quite like their banter, I think it's cute. Um, yes, yeah, so I'm excited. 
Oh, I was just rereading through my notes. And yeah. Jake falls off the ladder in this episode. Oh, the basketball, the, yeah. the slam dunk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but about being surprised or something? What was the... Um, um, yeah, you'll be pleasantly surprised of something or the, or the element of surprise or something along those lines, wasn't it? Yeah. And he's like, well, joke's on you because even though I didn't slam dunk, you were still whatever he said it was going to be. I still amused you or something yeah, like that. Something yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, yeah. He totally owns funny. himself as a ladder yeah. collapses underneath <laughs> him. Oh, I love that one. Yeah. Um, but we'll head right. into episode 16. 16. So this yeah. one's called The Party. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Already. It's a great episode. It is a really good episode. Um, so this one was released on the 4th of Feb. Mm-hmm. So this is actually only two days after the previous one. Really? Yeah. So it was pretty quick. I think it's because of the special Super Bowl right. release. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this might have been like the normal one. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because the previous one was released on the 21st of Jan. So it's like two weeks, essentially. Oh, a week wow. and a half, two weeks between. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Getting distracted. <laughs> um, so the party, Captain Holt involves, in, involves, <laughs> invites the entire squad over to his house to celebrate his birthday. But Sergeant Jefford struggles to keep everyone in line. Mm-hmm. Also, Peralta and Santiago end up making a bad impression on Holt's husband, Kevin. So he turns up in this episode finally. Finally. I actually wrote that. I'm like, Kevin! Exclamation points. I was so excited to see him. Yes. Um, Actually, the funny about that synopsis that you just read is that you said that Holt invited them. Wrong! It was Kevin. Yes. I mean, Holt, I mean, technically maybe because Holt asked him to invite them. Yes. Um, That's not told until like the very... Like yeah, right at the, the very end, end yeah. yeah, they realise. Because they get yeah. the invite from Kevin. That's right. Yeah. And then Holt goes, I believe my husband invited you yeah. to my party. No gifts, no whatever. <laughs> so it's like Christmas. Um, and then Jake's like, see, I told you, he doesn't even want us there. And mm-hmm. Amy's like, what are you talking about? No, he does. We're going. She's, oh, my God, Amy fangirling over him like and the house and everything cracks me up so yeah the cold open kevin invites them all to the party via mm-hmm. email i think it was yes isn't it via so and it was formal. last minute too yes it was that's right because gina's like it was so last minute so jake's thinking that he's going to be calling kevin kev by the end of the episode and they're going to be telling crime stories you know because that's his best material mm-hmm. right so terry holds a meeting so they're all in the break room talking about what they're going to do and say in Zala. And you can see Terry watching going, this is going to be a nightmare. Calls an emergency meeting. <laughs> adult parties. <laughs> I met my wife at an auction. <laughs> Actually, she was leaving one. Yeah. <laughs> it was a real meet-cute moment. Yeah. <laughs> Scully. Oh, cracks me up. So, basically says, this is what you're going to, how you're going to act, behave. Don't be late. <laughs> Don't wear shorts. <laughs> Don't wear shorts. <laughs> Chino. <laughs> Cully's in shorts. I'm sorry, there were just so many words, and all I can remember was shorts, shorts, shorts. <laughs> sorry, Rox. But did you notice his socks? Yes. They were up to his knees. Thought, yeah. <laughs> so Classic they, old man look. Yeah. So they all go to bring um, something to the party. Jake mm-hmm. stops on the way mm-hmm. to get a bottle of wine. Can I have your most expensive bottle of wine? Sure, $1,600. Can I have your $8 ish bottle know, of that wine? That was one of my questions. Oh, I was going to You can say it properly later. That's right. I have like two other questions. I wrote quite a few. Yeah. Episode. <laughs> your $8 so bottle of wine. Um, I'd like you eight dollars of wine, yeah. please. <laughs> he said it with such confidence too. 
I know, right? You said it really well. Uh, anyway, it goes to show the bottle of why he's late. He's only three to five minutes late. <laughs> three to thirty-five. <laughs> yeah, three to thirty-five. And uh, they all happen to buy the exact same bottle of wine, <laughs> which as Kevin, when they get there and present it to Kevin, Kevin, it's think it read, what did it say? Wine drink? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, it was, wasn't it? No, it didn't say wine. Did what it? did it say? I am swear, because he's like, oh, it's a bottle of wine. Fruit drink. No. I swear it said wine drink. Did it? I think it did. Oh. Oh. You could maybe do a quick Google for oh. the Oh, it's something drink. It was yeah. quite funny. It was, he's like, literally the word drink was in the title and that just baffled Kevin. <laughs> and Kevin makes comment how he fell in love with Holt, you know, when they first met and he told a funny joke and that just, um, you know, he's the funniest bloke ever. And oh, yeah. Amy's like, yes, Jake, what? <laughs> so. Amen. <laughs> okay. Question. What were your first impressions of Kevin? Um, he was a bit rude, mm -hmm. upper class, yep. definitely didn't want them there. No, you could tell he was like, oh, you guys actually forced. came. Yeah. It was like, oh, that was a pity invite and you guys actually showed up. Mm -hmm. Or he didn't think that cops would come to this kind of party. Yeah. You know, for their boss, who is also a gay black cop, mm -hmm. they, he as we'll find out later on what he thinks of cops in general and what he thought the precinct, um, how they were portrayed is very not the case. But I thought the same. I was like, Ooh, rude. And I was like, how could Holt, Holt is so, well, we find him funny. <laughs> um, you well, know, they find him hilarious. They do. They find every, <laughs> that random guy. I don't, I can't remember what his name was. Holt's the funniest man I've ever known. Um, so just real quick, I wanted to touch on so a bit of a Gina's get up. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So I really liked Amy's red dress. Mm -hmm. I thought it was quite cute. And yes. her hair pulled to the side. Yes. She looks quite pretty. Um, was not a fan of Jake's jacket. To me, it looked like a whole lot of mothballs on it. Yeah. Wasn't but a that, fan. But he doesn't really own nice clothes. I know. But, <laughs> I, but he wore a tie. Hey. He had a tie he on. Did. But yeah, I wasn't a fan of the jacket. Um, and the other one I thoroughly, I quite like thoroughly, that I quite liked was Gina, not Gina, Rose's dress, her black dress. Yeah. That was really pretty. Well, because we don't see her in a dress no, at all. No, we've like, seen her in a jacket and jeans. And, and that, you know, great red get up from last episode <laughs> we talked about. <laughs> I mean, what are they called? Shoulder, the shoulder pads. pads. <laughs> um, so I quite liked those, um, those outfits. So Terry, Terry realizes, okay. We're here now. I think I think because of the way they were interacting with Kevin and Holt at the start and how Gina not Gina, I keep saying Gina. Um, she comes later. When Amy is says, I like your pants or I like your slacks or something along those lines. Your slacks are a knockout. Yeah, your slacks are a knockout. Uh, that Terry's like, Okay, we've got to hold a little little huddle. All right, everyone come in. I'm gonna tell you what you do what to do and what you can and can't do. So he assigns boiled food. Yep. And he starts talking about food. He's like, great, boring, don't waste it. Use it later on, talk <laughs> yeah. to someone else. Amy, art history, that's you. You love that kind of stuff. Scully, opera, just, I guess, sing was what he was getting at. Or talk about Or talk about the opera. Hitchcock, do not talk, do not speak, do not say a word. Rosa, keep an eye on Gina, tell her not to steal anything. Too late. Too late. <laughs> and Peralta, to also not talk. And he goes, you're Hitchcocking me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we're practically twins. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So Jake says, no, nah, I'm going to connect with Kevin. He mentioned the New, York, the New Yorker. So I'm going to, I read the cover of that the other week whilst at the dentist, I believe. Yeah. High on, so high, high on as a kite. Mattress. Yeah. So no idea. He just literally read the cover and maybe like the, like I'm going to say the caption in quotation marks, but the little blurb that goes with it kind of thing. The, the synopsis, if you want to call it <laughs> that. Um, and Kevin's like, I'll come back and discuss that with you. I'm, I'm, I, you know, intrigued. he's like, oh, I'm in. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I think you're a smart cop. I, yeah. I like you. You're different. So Jake does his absolute damnedest to find a copy of this New Yorker. Oh, yeah. Because um, he's going, where could it be? Where could it be? And then he mentions Kevin. What a Kevin crap library. Yeah, what a crap. <gasps> the crap library. <laughs> no luck, though. It's not in the toilet. No. Um, but Kevin mentions that he read it the night before. Mm-hmm. So he's like, sweet, I'll go to the bedroom. Goes upstairs, follows Amy. I don't think he actually saw Amy. No, he can't no. have because he was shocked when he got in there. But, uh, yeah, and then you have Amy running around trying to, you know, take photos of things to be like, oh, yeah, we. I think they're making hummus. We have the same microwave, all this sort of stuff, and completely. <laughs> trying to get the intel on him. <laughs> yeah, and completely, like, for lack of a better word, flat lines when she's saying popcorn settings, hey, never too no- not never enough <laughs> and he's like huh? huh a would holt ever be eating popcorn come on amy true <laughs> they wouldn't have movie nights you crazy person um and then actually oh. no he was seen eating popcorn on the statistics <gasps> movie he was gotcha yes okay amy sorry but i don't know if he'd make it for himself at home yeah true he probably already knows something yeah. <laughs> um and then the hummus, thinking that he's going to yep. make hummus. I have no, totally I have no thoughts it. on hummus. <laughs> so she's 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 um, sinking, going, oh, my yep. God, what, I've done all my research. What the hell? Mm-hmm. Also goes into the bedroom. Looks at the, looks at the uh, TV. I want to call it Foxtel, but whatever the Americans call it, DVR, t- whatever they call it, you know. The pay TV. Yeah, the pay TV. Um, and noticing movies and stuff that he's recorded and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Something about contacts. Oh, I can't remember. Contact lenses? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Jake uh, walks in. What the hell? Next minute, Terry comes upstairs. What are you two doing? Right, we're busting Amy. Um, that's right. Yes. Jake blames her. Yes. But in the meantime, while all this is happening, before we get into Holt and Kevin coming upstairs, uh, Rose has got to look after, has got to babysit Gina, right? Yes. How am I going to keep Gina occupied? What do you do? What do you do? I'm a psychologist. Right, for weirdos, right? Yeah, cool. Meet my friend. <laughs> Bring Gina over next minute. You've got like 15 psychologists yeah. around her mm-hmm. taking notes of all these things that she's saying, just random <laughs> words coming to her mind. Um, it was actually quite funny. And, Gina, and Rose is just watching going, nice. Her job is done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she's looking at She's not stealing anything. And Gina's loving it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Eshante. Yeah, Eshante. Um, and Boyle meets Vivian. Yeah. We finally meet Vivian Ludley. Um, a food critic or food or is she a chef? Cause no, no, critic. Critic, right? But she also does like some weird paleo moss salad book. Ugh, that's a right. Writer. You gotta you gotta lean into the dirt. Lean into the dirt. That's I was gonna say indulge, I'm like that's wrong. <laughs> yes, you gotta lean into the dirt and he's like, Right, has a sip. Uh, so those two hit it off, and as we see throughout mm-hmm. the episode, they're making out in the coat room and with a mint leaf. Yeah, Ooh, that's so that disgusting. weird. Um, but they hit it off, and there's clearly sparks there, and mm-hmm. it's quite obvious. Well, you would think maybe he's a little bit over Rosa. He's realized. You'd hope so. That's right, because she says to him, how can you be single? Are you seeing anyone? And he looks at Rosa yeah. and goes, no. And then he, oh, he goes, I'm single, and then he winks. And then yeah. Goes, what a weird thing to wink about. <laughs> 
So those two hit it off. Yeah. And, um, Which is cute. They Finally actually, boil, you know. How much older do you reckon she is compared to him? Because she well, looks Well, Jake older? makes that joke um, <gasps> in the next episode. Two. Yes. About That's right, he does too. I can't remember it. Being a tenure and then 10 years older. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yes, he does too. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so she's quite a bit older, I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, and then we have Scully singing his opera <laughs> and Hitchcock in the background crying. Yeah. Because he gets me every time. And then his friends, well, Holt and Kevin's friends, assumed that they, oh, he's been my partner for 30 years. Misinterpreting the fact of partner meant as in like <laughs> um, detective partner, yeah. not my life partner. <laughs> Um, and then his reaction when he goes that you two again, he's like, uh, <laughs> doesn't know what to say. He's like, oh, what? He's caught so off guard. Yeah. So all that's going on downstairs. And so we've got the three of them. So who we got? Terry, Amy and Jake all upstairs in Holt's mm-hmm. bedroom. Holt and Kevin's bedroom. Sorry. And in come Kevin and Holt. The other three rush into the bathroom. Amy freaks out because Cheddar's there and she's allergic to dogs. And, and, and <laughs> deathly allergic. Deathly, yeah, deathly allergic. So anyway, you hear this um, bit of bickering or a little bit, a bit of a fight between Kevin and Holt mm-hmm. about his friends going, why Why did you bring them? Like, they're ruining the party. And he goes, I like these people. Yeah. Which is the first time I think we ever hear him, like, show his... In, in quotation marks, guys, affection, for yeah. lack of a better word, for his colleagues, um, that he actually enjoys their company. And I think that's why, like, um, he gets Kevin to invite them or, like, Kevin does the yeah. invites because, I don't know, for some reason, Holt doesn't want to show off no. his appreciation and respect for the for the squad. And I don't know if that's just because cause he feels he's the superior, he can't show that side of himself. Because he's captain, they'll think that maybe they won't take him seriously anymore yeah. if they become friends. But I guess that comes back from like, you know, the journey that he's been on as yeah. trying to get to captain. Exactly. Um, yeah, he can't show that soft side and he always yeah. has to be prim and proper and, you know, the authoritarian over everyone. Figure, yeah, So, exactly. you know, it's a bit sad, but yeah. it's nice to... F- and I guess for like, especially like Jake and Amy, mm-hmm. the two very, you know, forefront characters yep. to hear that out of his mouth. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is good. To, and then for the rest of us to hear as well, like, yeah, yeah he does. He does like yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. So exactly right. So then a whole bus them in the bathroom, party's over. They're all sent home. Um, the next morning, Jake's really, you know, apologetic and says, you know, I'm sorry we ruined your party and all this sort of stuff. And it's then that Jake realizes, you know, that Kevin, it's not so much that he doesn't like, because it's no cop, what does he say? No shop talk. Yes. Um, at home. Policy, yeah. yeah, no shop talk policy. So they, Jake realizes, oh, hold on a minute. It's not necessarily the stories that he doesn't want to hear. He doesn't like cops. So yeah. he goes and visits Kevin at his workplace. And basically says to him, we are not those people. You know, we respect Holt. Um, and all Kevin's doing is just defending and sticking up for his yeah, husband with what he had to go through. Because Jake makes comment that he noticed the photo in the library of all the other couples from the precinct that Holt was at. Yeah. Who weren't gay and who weren't black. Happily together on one side of a photo. And then you have Kevin and Holt, not even hand in hand, nothing, just standing next to each other. I think Kevin's eyes were like looking to the other group. Yeah. Well, he was looking away. Either way, it was really awkward. awkward. Yeah. 
So he's just always assumed. And he said to Jake, no offense, but they all looked just like you. <laughs> Devilishly handsome. Devilishly handsome, yes. Um, yeah, so he solves it. Question. Did you notice what was in the background behind Kevin? By any chance? No. What was it? The oil painting of Holt. Oh, yes, actually it was. I spotted that. that Terry did. Yes, and Holt said I gave it to my husband. Yeah, Didn't say his name, but gave it to my husband as a gift. Yes, the one that Terry did when he was trying to make him feel better. Yeah, it was up. It was right behind him. (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah. I like that they put that in there. Yeah. You know, a little throwback. I like it. I love when shows do that yeah it's like good they continue on with themes and yeah it's like oh yeah they did reference that <laughs> yeah. um yeah so jake solves that and basically reassures kevin that we're good people we're not like that we yeah. know what his history's like and obviously i don't think based on that i don't think holt has probably because there's no cop shop no shop talk at home that holt probably hasn't said to kevin oh i've told them about my history and what I've gone through, and they don't see me that way. Yeah. So he hasn't had a chance to probably explain that because that's their conversations had at work. So when he goes home, Dad can't talk about work. Yeah. So Kevin doesn't know that Holt, sorry, not Holt, Amy and Peralta and everyone knows what the struggles Holt went through. I think it's also that I feel like the relationship isn't like that vulnerable between Holt and Kevin. Like, it, well, it's not seen now. Yeah, I guess. That their relationship, like, it, they're very smart people. They're intellectuals. Yeah. yeah. And so there's not given off True. that emotional yeah. side of it. Yeah. It's Well, they probably haven't had anyone in their lives to show them how to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think this squad will eventually Jake. Yeah, will bring out in them. Yeah. And to that is the cute little ending of their date. I know. Said, just, just dinner, just the two of us. So they set that up. Amy picks the restaurant. Holt, I've always wanted to come here. Score. She chose it right. Um, we <laughs> so had, proud of herself. Yeah, yeah, she's so proud of herself. Boyle picks the menu with the help of Vivian. Mm-hmm. We have Gina return all the silverware that she stole. And a random clock that's yeah. not even there. A random clock that's not even there is from Rosa. And then Scully sings. And then you have Hitchcock crying in the background. Yeah. Um, and Jake promising he'll never talk about the New Yorker ever again. That's right. And then, and then he goes, Kevin. And then he goes, call me Kev. Yeah. He's like, wait, you told him to do that. And Kevin's like, just give me something. Yeah, you're you're always the funny one with the jokes. Let like, me have this Jake's one. like, I just don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and what was Terry? I think Terry just apologized, didn't he? Yeah, he goes, sorry, couldn't... I couldn't keep them under control. That's and then right. Holt's like, it's not your responsibility. You know, yeah. I wish you'd enjoyed the party more. That's right, yeah. Yeah, and that sort of, that ends episode yeah, 16. Kind of, yeah, rounds I liked it that off. ending. It was, yeah. It was sweet, yeah. Because it wasn't like this episode wasn't necessarily specifically about a plot. Like you weren't following no. like a murder mystery or anything like that. This was purely about the character development. Yeah, and Kevin's introduction. Yes, and 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 Holt's Holt's life away from the precinct. Yeah, you know a bit of yeah. What there's what's like Holt an expansion. Like? Yeah, on like the whole squad and yeah. life outside the precinct. Like exactly. Said, yeah. And how do they act in a completely different environment than they're not used to? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which like the clearly m- they're – oh, my God. One of the quotes. Oh, no, it's my quote later. Don't okay. worry about it. Save it. Save it. Save say, it. I'll save it. <laughs> I was about to say but it. But, like, like, it's oh, interesting because, like, the most detective work that actually happened was Jake trying to find the magazine. 
Yes. And then he's solve at the very end the next day yeah. about Kevin. But yeah, you're right. That was it. And it's like That was like the only nothing. kind of police work because he goes, ah, oh, the crap library. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. Plus you're a good detective, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> like, the rest is all just purely, yeah. like, interaction and it, which is crazy to think, you know, that the writers can write that way. Yeah. And for people to actually enjoy the episode and go... Well, yeah, they are still cops in that, but yeah. it doesn't need to be purely about cop work. Exactly, exactly. It's right. a nice break from from all. Yeah, that it episodes. was good. It was, and see, some people might say it's like a filler episode, but personally, I feel like it's a real major episode. I agree. Yeah, I completely agree with you. I think, um, yeah, it's not filler to me at all. Nah, just because there's no like exactly like you just said, there's no murder mystery, there's no you know whatever, um, no robbery or anything like that. It's still. It was actually you hit the nail on the head. It's a perfect like character development episode, mm-hmm. especially and for Boyle, like the whole getting over Rosa, yes. moving to the next stage, his and... realization of that. Yeah, yeah, and then Jake and Amy finding out that Holt actually likes them all, mm. and yeah, yeah. I feel like it's a real detrimental episode mm. to the season. Yeah, but um, we'll head straight on into episode seventeen. So <laughs> this one's full Boyle. Oh. Uh, so this is obviously a continuation on from uh, Boyle's fling. Mint mouth. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so this one came out 11th of Feb, 2014, and Peralta tries to keep Charles from going full Boyle on his new girlfriend. Meanwhile, Holt faces competition from the presidency of a police organization he founded, mm-hmm. and Diaz and Santiago are reluctant to help a local caped citizen crime fighter. What date did you say this came out? 11th of Feb, 2014. Very close to Valentine's Day. I know. And the end of this episode, or this whole, like, full boil romance. A little bit of Valentine. They don't mention Valentine's Day because it's it's their 20-day anniversary. (laughs) But, yes, it's a very loved-up episode. So maybe this is their hint at Valentine's. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I'm clutching at straws, but I'm I'm trying to find a Valentine's Day episode (laughs) in there. (laughs) So, So we'll start off with... Brain arriving. Brian. <laughs> it's not what the paper says. It says brain. Um, and Gina. I love how Gina just like sits in the Holt's office. So this Brian comes in to have a meeting all. and just sitting there, just like yeah, slouching, mind you, not sitting, slouching on the couch. And she's just happily there for the meeting. Like, don't leave, Gina. Just stay there. It's fine. Too bad if it was a private meeting. I know. Yeah, she just stays. Um, so, yeah, this young guy, Brian, inter- come meets Holt and says, I'm running for president. I assume it was president, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Of the – oh, I should have written it down. Oh, Did you write it down? name. No, I didn't. I'm going to be like Jenna, be like, I'll go – um, it was a – that was a lot of letters. It was. Um, and, and Holt's like, it's just like this and, like, says it perfectly. And she's like, yeah, huh? Um, <laughs> Straight over the head. Yeah. So, he's – so this young guy comes in and Holt was very thrown that someone wants to go up against him because, you know, since day one, he was unanimously voted in. Mm-hmm. He was the only member, so he voted for himself. Well, yeah, because he founded the African-American Gay and Lesbian New York City Policemen's Association. Holy moly. Yeah. Wow. He, he pronounced it aglac- aglacnipia or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, I but he said know. it really well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. With pure confidence. Yeah, exactly. Um. So, yeah, and you see that Holt, you know, announces it to his squad way, way back then, and they all laugh at him, what he wants to do. So he recruits Gina to help win. Mm-hmm. He's like, I need your help. What can we do? She's talking about, you know, 
basically, for lack of a better word, like jazz hands. I can't remember her exact words, but, you know, you've got to go all out. <laughs> I'm thinking like a big sparkly glitter jacket and whatever else. And he's like, Ugh, no. Uh, so this is the first time we meet Floorgasm. Yeah. Her dance group. dance group. Yes. And she, they do a little dance together to basically be like, vote <laughs> for hope. For, vote for Holt. <laughs> oh. Wow. Tongue tied. Uh, and Holt's just like, uh, no, just go home. Don't no need move. it. Yeah. yeah. So during this, uh, I guess, what do you call it? Like debate maybe yeah. kind of thing? Not debate. Um, it, Pitch. Yeah. My vote for me campaign. I'll go with campaign. Yeah. Whatever. Campaign's a good one. You know what I'm trying to say? Um, Brian's like talking about all these things, the ideas that he has to bring. Mm-hmm. Holt's sitting there going, oh, listen to this flog basically. And Gina's going, well, he has some really good points. You know, the whole point of when you created this or when you founded this and started it was for people like him to have a voice come in yeah. and change things. Yeah. You know, that's, this is, isn't this the whole point of why you did it? setting everyone else up like you do the hard work and exactly it's like that whole thing where it's like where you do all the hard work but then you put the next person on your shoulders rather than having yeah. it for them to start where you started exactly right yeah do you really want him to go through what you went through yeah is what she's saying so i think a penny dropped in holt's mind and he did the right thing he got up there and started with his joke i still don't get the joke do you get the joke no, but it's observational humour, as he says. Yeah, I don't get it. The hardest thing. I was very Gina in that moment. I feel like you would only get it maybe if you were black. I don't know. And gay? Yeah. I still don't get it. Or a lesbian. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the joke was funny. That was a hit. They thought it was hilarious. They thought it was hilarious. The bloke at the front nearly fell off his chair. He was laughing that hard. <laughs> Good acting, guy. <laughs> um but then he, um, he steps back and he goes, you know, don't vote for me. I'm going to cast my vote for Brian. Mm-hmm. And obviously he's uh, voted in. So, you know, it's a good moment for Gina and Holt there. Like a bit of serious Gina. Yeah. You don't see that come out often. No. But you notice with the two of them from pretty much from the get go, he, he, I think he like knew something that was good in Gina. Mm. You know, we've had that other episode, which we didn't mention, um, when, when they got hacked and they were interviewing for someone to do their IT and, and security, mm. right? And Gina was in on that and she was like hounding everyone. Yeah, no, like, we did nit- discuss this, yeah. But how she was nitpicking? Yeah, because we did? they oh. had to get used to the precinct. Yeah, that was her thing. Yeah. So I think Holt's like, she's a smart. She's under very, there. Yeah, she's yeah. very smart. She observes a lot. And... Um, when she what needs to be, she can be serious. What's well, the thing make you wouldn't point. expect someone like Holt to pick Gina as like a PA? His PA, because yeah, or a secretary, or whatever. Whole opposite, exactly. But that's why it works. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I like their dynamic. It's cool. Yeah, I'm a and fan. it's interesting because Holt like shakes um, Jensen's hand and says, "You know, good luck." Yeah. But if you mess this up, I'm going to impeach you. Oh, that's right. <laughs> so good luck. I'm just going to threaten you at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's sort of that plot line. And then we have um, Super Dan. He comes in and wants to report a crime. Yes. Approaches Rosa. Uh, I'm just I'm just trying to work out this thing. Brushes on Santiago is free. She's climbing it to her retirement or to, to whatever. She's leaving um, day, party, whatever, eating cake and doesn't take him seriously. Terry's watching going, you guys, he's a civilian. He comes in with a, with something to report. You have to listen to him. Yeah. And they're going, well, do you blame us? You know, he's in a cape. He's in blah, blah, blah. 
Superdan doesn't want anything to do with them. Goes to Scully and Hitchcock. Mm-hmm. And then Hitchcock, I was about to say Scully, got them right that time. Um, Scully goes up to Rosemary and goes, oh, can you give us all your information on that big drug drug bust or whatever? Yeah. They're trying to – whatever that storyline is, that, that crime. They're trying to solve it. And he goes, I need all that information. And then and – then because it's been given to them, she slaps the shit out of him. And he's like, oh, I know I deserve that, but why? <laughs> um, and then they're furious, going, why you, and goes to Terry and go, why are you taking this case off us? And he goes, well, because you wouldn't talk to Super Dan, he can identify and had photos of all of the guys mm-hmm. that were involved in this drug ring and you didn't have anything to do with him because he was wearing a cape. Yeah. So it was a real eye-opener for them to take – them seriously. Eventually they do. You know, they convince Super Dan to give his statement. He's super excited about it. <laughs> and tells all this information and, you know, gives a statement and they help solve the crime. And Amy admits, okay, all right, we shouldn't judge people by a cover and, mm-hmm. and so on. But I'm actually – I was surprised that Amy did that because she's so by the book. Yeah. And such a rule follower and stuff. I would have thought. But she saw the costume and goes, this is dumb. Like, this yeah. isn't legit. Yeah, I guess so. But it's interesting because Rosa walks off leaving. Um, was it? Yeah, and Amy then has to note take calls at Rose having one of them. No, Rose. So Amy walks off with Terry. Yes, that's yeah. right. And she's like, we'd like to take your statement. And then just like walks off and Rosa does it. Which <laughs> it might not be. Maybe that's how they do things. I don't know. But I would have thought they both would do it. I don't know. But Yeah, that's what I thought too. That, that or maybe Rose is the lead. Yeah. You know how they usually have like a lead and a secondary? Yeah, so maybe Rose sense. is the lead and yeah. that's why she's doing the note-taking. But either way, she got left with Super Dan. And to not leave out any details. <laughs> Dan Mobile. My bike. <laughs> My push bike. <gasps> oh, how would you keep a straight face trying to oh, make that out? Bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with the girls though. If someone walked in, I'd be like, oh, yeah. uh, and uh, it's not Halloween. Uh, okay. So the major plot line, the whole point of this whole episode <laughs> is full boil. It's his 20 day anniversary with Vivian. 20 day, almost not even three weeks. Um, and he's Jake's like, mate, you're going full boil. You're way over the top because he's talking about what they're doing on their date, where they're going to go. I bought tickets to this, that, and the other. And he's like, dude, way too much. And then you, you see this history of Boyle, how he does the same – he has a pattern, does the same thing, and they all leave him because of the string quartet. <laughs> you know, he starts to play, and then, oh, she dumped me. And Jake's like, I know the story. So he's trying to get in front of that and be like, dude, if you're serious about this girl, she seems – woman, I should say, she's serious about you – Pull the reins back a little yeah, bit. Yeah, don't mess it up. Yeah. And Boyle's like, I'm fine, I'm fine. And he goes, okay, cool. Change the date of your dinner to a different day. Just call her up and change it. <laughs> he gets the voicemail. It's Chuckle Bunny. I love that. It's Chuckle Bunny. <laughs> Whoever's named Charles, that's your new nickname. <laughs> Chuckle Bunny. All you Charles is out there, you Chuckle Bunnies. Um, and then he's like just rambling. We should have joint checking accounts. We should do this, that, and the other. And he freaks out. And he goes, oh, I've got full boil. I've got full boil. But luckily, Jake saves the day. Had his hand on the... The receiver. On the... That's right. So nothing was heard. He just goes, chuckle bunny. I, I, yeah. I, I, I put my hand on it straight after chuckle bunny. Um, yeah. Oh, that's right. Amy's like, what do you know about romance? 
because, you know, he does the cheap date, yes. you know, the whole vending machine thing and then takes her on the world's worst date, spends a, like a bit of money on it. Um, but Amy's like, what do you know about dates, Jake? You, Who are you to give love advice? <laughs> Again, I think trying to poke the bear a little bit yeah. there, trying to get a reaction out of him, but didn't work. <laughs> um, so they – I'm going to have to ask you this. Why – Oh, it's a taxi driver who robs people. I just remembered. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, so you go. Yeah, I know. I was like, wait. I remember at the end when they get the guy. Um, so, in the meantime, they're talking about um, what they're going to do with changing the date. And they decide they're going to go on a double date. Yeah. While they're trying in. to find this taxi driver um, who robs people. So, I, I wrote down here, signal. Because I love his pew, 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 pew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, cool. How are you going to do that? Like... You know, in conversation, whatever. He's like, uh, <laughs> I'll make know. it work. <laughs> I'll make it work, yeah. And um, I just quite like that. So they go on the double date. Vivian rocks up. Was it Bernice, I think was her name, wasn't it? Of the, the, yeah, the other really girl? like old Beatrice school. or Ber- something old. Sound like an old lady's name. Yeah. And the girl rocks up and she's this beautiful young girl. Perfect, Perfect for, for Jake. Perfect for Jake. Diehard fan, you know. Nets. Fan of the Nets. No, that's it, the Nets. Nets. Yeah, I wrote that in. Like, wants to be a sports reporter, loves the Nets. Yeah. Would be bias. Um, and then Jake is struggling. He's like, oh, I need to focus on you guys, but I really want to talk to you because, you know, I think you're like my perfect match. She's basically the female Jake. And he's like, if she's half Jewish, I'm done for. Yeah. <laughs> We're doomed. So, yeah, they're on the double date. And then something happened. Something must have been said. And this is where I missed it, where... The girls decide to suddenly go to the bathroom. Because they're being awkward. Like the pew, 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 pew. And then the weather, you know, That's like right. the random yeah. chop and changing. So Jake tells Bill to leave. He's like, just go. I'll work it out. Because he bought tickets I'll... to Rome. That's right. He said he bought tickets to Rome. With the waiter's the... phone. Yes. Um, so that's right. So Boyle goes. They end up. He comes up with a story as to why Boyle had to leave. <laughs> as they're about to leave, he notices Boyle coming back. He's like, here, take coats, go away. Um, Boyle went and bought a ring, wants to yep. propose. They end up pepper spraying each other. Yep. Because Jake's like, no, you're making a huge mistake. I've taken your phone off you. Um, just stop, basically. Then the next day, um, there's how many missed – like 100 missed calls oh, or text ridiculous. messages and something ridiculous. Like 40 voicemails. And yeah, that. a photo he can't unsee. Yeah. <laughs> so they ended up – sorry, just one step back. They ended up getting the the taxi driver. Yeah, so but they, they were fighting like the whole time in the back that's of the taxi. Right, they were too. Yes. And when they got him – that's why he's pointing the gun. He's pointing it in the completely wrong direction because he can't see still from the pepper spray. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So it, Jake's like, oh, we've got him in the in the questioning room. Like, go in there. Let's finally, you know, finish off the, the arrest. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, cool. Goes in. There's all those roses that he mentioned, how he was going to do on the date. Yes. I noticed. So all those red roses and the cages and stuff. And Jake's like, look, there's been, yeah, there you go, 100 texts or missed calls, photo I can't unsee, voicemails I've listened to. And then he stops at like halfway because it got a bit, you know. <laughs> And Vivian was there and he's like, look, man, if you want to propose, propose. I support you. I don't know if it's the right thing to do, but clearly she's just as – she's she has gone full boy. Yeah, that's right. Which I thought was sweet. It was very cute. Yeah. And then she comes in and he proposes and they get very 
Physical. Very let's physical. Let's get physical. And Jake <laughs> awkwardly wants to watch but doesn't want to watch but then wants to watch. And like, Amy's like, no, Jake, let's go. Yeah. Amy's like, no, we're going. But they can't see us. <laughs> yeah. Oh, nope. <laughs> and then leave. So a bit of a happy ending there for Boyle. Yeah. Literally. Um Ew. Where he gets his, um, yeah, gets his lady, ends up proposing, and she mm-hmm. says yes. So <laughs> yeah. we have a wedding. There's a wedding coming. And it's interesting because it leads into the opener of the next episode, um, which is episode 18, The Apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, and because this one was released on the 25th of Feb 2014. Wow. Yeah. That's two weeks. Yeah. You said the 11th. Yeah. And then you're going, what the? So, I don't know, for some reason around Feb got a bit skewed. <laughs> um, but in this episode, it's um, the synopsis, thanks, Gullian Hitchcock, uh, was that Jake's fate is in Gina's hands as his crushing mm-hmm. debt threatens to put him on the streets. Crushing debt. Crushing debt. debt. Holton Jeffords hold performance reviews and Rosa and yes. Boyle have a run-in with an another officer. <laughs> But um, it's interesting because the opener is when he brings out the STDs. Yes. And um, it's just hilarious because I'll, I'll save that for later on because that's Wait, around one no, of Wait, no, no, that's episode 19. Really? Yes. Oh, I got too ahead of myself. You did because Aww. that's a tactical one because Rosa doesn't get one. Yes. Sorry, my bad, guys. No, because I'm reading boy. my note and I was like, no, I have Jake Cole's Holt dad. Yes. In this one. But I yes, got the too ST- excited. You did. But but I still think near the end of No, there's not really much on Vivian and um Jake's Boyle. Relation. Yeah. Um, yeah, Boyle. In, oh wow. <laughs> um Ew. but the, this is I quite like the the relationship between Rosa and Boyle in this particular episode. How about we start yeah. there? Okay. Let's, Let's start there. Rewind guys. <laughs> um so as I mentioned the cold open is Jake calls Holt dad. Um, what is that? This that's one? This one? Yeah, yeah, that's okay, this one. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's this episode. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Calls um calls him dad, and everyone's like, uh, what the hell? And then the um, <laughs> and then he calls him son, and he goes, he goes, do you want to go play catch later? He's like, I would very much like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then credits. Yeah. <laughs> so this is what I like actually. That particular. So sometimes the cold opens. I didn't actually mention the last episode's cold open. Boyle walks in super confident. He's got the jeans on because he's yes. like falling in love with Vivian and he's got his 20-day anniversary and blah, blah, blah. He's got his Gina's confidence. like, oh, my God, I'm attracted to Boyle. <laughs> A momently attracted to Boyle. And then so that sort of cold open relates to the episode itself. Yeah. Whereas this one, not even close. Yeah. And I think I recall um, the podcast I listened to with the actual characters. They have, There's one out with um, Kevin – well, no, his name is actually Kevin, but whoever his <laughs> actor's name is, he hosts it. And I remember someone, like a fan question was to Dan Gore, are the cold – all start again, Kaylin – are all the cold opens in relation to what happens in the episode? And he goes, some are and some aren't. Some yeah, are just like, like banter, that. mix up. Yeah. Um, it wasn't intended to – have to be related like to the episode. On, it's just yeah. a bit of fun. Some of them. And this was one of them. And I think it's good mixing it up because it's like, it, as a you know an audience member, you're like, oh, is this one going to relate or not? Like, yeah. you know, let's see. The and suspense. Just, yeah, exactly. Suspense. It's exactly great. right. Yeah, yeah. It's good. So, um, yeah, so we'll start with Rosa and Boyle's little storyline. Yeah. So the weekend squad is in and Rosa's furious because her particular detective, mm. Mr. L- detective Lohank, um, 
shaves at his desk. Yeah. And she finds it really frustrating because he just like blows all the shavings into the <laughs> keyboard. And that's why she wrote, what did she write? A something for murder or something. I don't know. The way Jake said it in the break room. He's like, oh, that's why when your email came around, it said like fluff the words gross murder. Like there were yeah. other letters. Um, yeah, I found that quite funny. And so Rose is like, if he does it again, I'm going to kill him. I'm going to be blood everywhere. Call an ambulance <laughs> and so on. Sees him shaving the slow-mo. No. Her mouth is huge, mind you. Like her mouth is going like. Oh, from, yeah. You know, cheek to jaw um, of no. And she's like, that's it. Call an ambulance. And Boyle's like, no, no, no. We can do this a different <laughs> way. Sweet little boil. Sweet little boil. Um, shaving cream and a bag of hair. Yeah, that's so From good. the evidence room, I'm assuming that's where that hair's come from. Like, you know, as evidence for, I'm assuming old evidence because they've just Ugh. destroyed it. Either way, disgusting. And then <laughs> and he put it, and he put some on his upper lip and he's <laughs> like, I'm Tom Selleck. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then he's like, I'm a billy goat. <laughs> and that chokes on the hair. Oh, that's I'm sorry, that's just disgusting. I'm thinking of how am I at training when I get a, when I wipe my face with my towel from it being on the floor oh, and I get yeah. someone else's hair in my it's, mouth. It's disgusting. disgusting yeah. And that's just one strand. He had like a bunch. Yeah, it's like a hairball. <gasps> Gross. Oh. But I quite liked their dynamic. I really liked yeah. how there was I think because Ro- sorry, Boyle finally isn't obsessed with Rosa. He can just be friends. Be friends. Yeah. Just get along. It's not about how, oh, you look beautiful today. Oh, I think everything about you and blah, blah, blah. He was just being a person. Yeah. And I think Rosa really appreciated that too. Yeah. There's a transition in their relationship, which is really nice. Yeah. And Boyle apologizes to her for being such a weirdo for all that time. Yeah. And she admits, yeah, you know, it was getting a bit much. But I'm glad we're friends mm. and how, how they are now. And just, you know, they speak to Lohank and they unfortunately find out some not so good news. You know, his wife's not well. and Prostate cancer. Prostate cancer. And they're trying to, you know, then they try to scoop all the shaving cream yeah. out of his locker and they get busted. Ooh. <laughs> um, but that was quite funny. <laughs> but, yeah, I don't know. I just I quite liked the, the, the small Rosa yeah. Doyle. Did you say Doyle? I did, didn't I? (laughs) What time is it? 10 o'clock. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I quite liked that. So one of our other plots is self-evaluations. Yeah. So Holt's announcing that it's evaluation time. Amy's all excited, thinking, great, can't wait to hear what you have to say about me. And he's like, no, no, I want to know what you think of you. Mm -hmm. And she freaks. You see, like like, her brain, like, to shut down. (laughs) Different shade. Her skin is just like pale white going, oh, shit. So first up is Jake, but we'll get to Jake later because it flows on with his plot line of his apartment and what yeah. he has to do there. So we then bring in Amy and Amy's all confident thinking, I know what 10 questions you're going to ask us. I'm prepared. I've got the answers. He's like, cool, but I have one question for you. She's like, sweet, one question. No worries. What's your biggest flaw? Yeah. I'm I'm too productive. I'm too this. I must admit, I know I've done it in the past where if someone says to you, what's your biggest flaw? You make a positive sound like a negative. Yeah. I'm too punctual. I like things done with a structure. Like, because some people go, that can be a negative thing. But she realizes, you know, okay, that's maybe not what he's after. That's not what he's asking me. So she 
talks to Jake, you know, what what do you think Holt thinks my biggest mm. flaw is? And he's like, who cares what Holt thinks? Ding. Ding. The light bulb went off, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's true. Like, I think since day one, she has been trying to impress him so badly yeah. that it has clouded her judgment of not only being a detective, but like just being a person with him, like being a friend. Yeah. You know? And the way she went in afterwards and just annihilates it. And like she just like starts going off and yeah, she's like, and then in, now you can enjoy your soup. Yeah, <laughs> I thought this was the episode, which is clearly not, but I thought it was the episode where he spills the soup on and him. he has no pants yeah. on. I I was like, when I saw the soup, I was like, it's the soup Spoiler. episode, but it, it definitely wasn't. Nah. I, was, I was a bit devastated. But he honest. just know that a man loves his soup. Yes, see, little puts in little yeah, seeds. Good work. Very smart from mm. the writers. Then we have Scully and Hitchcock come in. Oh, yeah. And Scully is dripping in sweat, freaking mm-hmm. out. Can't His lips are jittery. He can't say anything. Hitchcock announces how proud he is that between the two of them, <laughs> they have done 14, 14 arrests in a year. Yeah. And Colt's reaction. Could have been 20, but we only could do 14. Um, and Holt's just like, you did 14 arrests the year? Like he's shocked going, what? That's bad results. Yes. So Terry yells at Holt, you know, shuts all the blinds. He goes, I'm doing this so, so she can't lip read, so Amy can't lip read me. But yells at Holt. And he's like, you have gone off at my squad and, you know, 14 arrests for Scully and Hitchcock is more than last year where they only had six. And then he freaks out going, they only did six last year. But – Terry's to Terry's point is that they have improved. It's yeah. like more than doubled. So he's trying to say to Holt, be proud of that. Yeah. And like then it's, Holt, you've been successful. Yeah, exactly. And then Holt turns around to Terry and says, you do deserve to be a proud mama, hen. mama hen. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he thought it was like, that's a weird. And anal- um, um, anal- uh, <gasps> Oh no. <laughs> we both don't know the word analogy. Analogy. Yes. Right thank word? you. Yes. One for Caitlin. Well done. We should keep track of that. I'll probably only get like five, <laughs> about 50 of them. But it's interesting because at the end of Scully and Hitchcock's um, evaluation, like Holt is like like so worried about their, their results and he's like about to give it to me. He's like, well, it's a self-evaluation. Yeah. <laughs> what do you care? It's a self-evaluation. <laughs> but it's interesting because uh, here's a bit of a Holt handout. But oh, yes. um Scully, the guy who plays Scully, mm-hmm. he was actually a detective in the X-Files previously. Mm. So like, so he's used to being a detective. I think he was a, like a legit, like good detective though. So okay. here he's playing like the giant baby, the irony. Yes. as Jake calls him. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, Like kind of that dumbfounded cop. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. You're so good with your hold hand. Thanks. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Great self-evaluation for myself. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, then we have Peralta. So he was actually the first one to bring him in. They're like, let's bring Holt in first. Uh, sorry, Peralta in first. Yeah. Um, he mentions, well, you know, sometimes I wear a tie. Sorry, I need a cough. Don't mind me. <clears throat> Pardon me, guys. He's like naming all these things. Uh, that he does really well. Mentioned that, you know, sometimes I wear a tie. And then he goes, oh, by the way, can I borrow, what was it, $460,000? Call half a mil. Yeah, we'll it. call it half a mil. Um, and Holt's just like, what? And then Jake explains, you know, uh, well, I've only just found out that oh. they are 
I need to sell my apartment. They are going body corp and, you know, I have to buy my apartment in order to live in it. I can't rent it anymore. Yeah. So, Jake, this is, correct me if I'm wrong. I probably am wrong. But I think this is the first time we really learn that how close of friends Jake and Gina were since they were young. I knew that they'd known each other. Yeah, they'd made brief comments about... um about it yeah but Gina's like talking about Nana's apartment the first time they did this that and the other there and that they've been together friends forever when they go to the apartment Jake's like you know hanging out in old styles with a Z um <laughs> you know and you see that they have been friends for a very very long time yeah um and it's just yeah it's interesting to to learn that this is where you get to see a bit of the um like relationship as well between Andy and Chelsea okay yeah yeah um, because like their relationship is based around their relationship oh, because they grew up together. I did not know that. Um, I mentioned it in like our first episode. That was one of did my really? handouts. Yeah, that they grew up. They went to the same primary school, and I and honestly Chelsea have no actually of that. admits she had a little bit of a crush on Andy growing up. Really, but they were like besties. So their characters are based like their friendship is based upon oh. Andy and Chelsea. Oh, you know what? I have to go back and listen to our first episode because I honestly don't remember you yeah. telling me that. But wow, okay, there you go. Um, well, that changes a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So we're in Nana's apartment. Good old Nana. And good old Nana. He's got six massage massage chairs because they don't make a massage <laughs> couch. <Yep. laughs> and his turntables. Oh my god. Oh, he's trying to DJ him. Sounds pretty good, right? I've only got Nana's old records. It was awful. Is that like bagpipes and I don't know what was going on there? Oh, it was bad. But then, like, it goes on about the body, like, corporate. He's like, oh, yeah, I haven't, like, received any notification. And then he takes her into, like, the bathroom to his mail tub. And there's, like, a bajillion letters (laughs) from the body corp. You see, my problem is you can't find anything in here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and there is the letter. So Gina's doing all his finances, looking through all his statements and everything like that. (laughs) And she's like, dude, you have a spending problem. Mm -hmm. And then in the end goes, you're pretty much bankrupt. He's like, oh, that's not good. You're bankrupt, kiddo. You're bankrupt, kiddo, yeah. I dropped the kiddo to suffer the blow, kiddo. <laughs> so because he can't seem to get any money, um, and he went to the that's right, he went to the bank and the bank literally laughed in his face, going, You are not getting a loan. Yeah. He knows a guy. Oh god. <laughs> he knows a guy who can just give out money. A loan shark. A loan shark. That's yeah. what it was. But he, he denies it's a loan shark. Gina's telling him, dude, do you even know what you're on? What yeah. you're getting yourself into? And then makes the Disney reference of Ursula and Ariel signing oh. her life away. Because um, he pretty much did, didn't he? Yeah. Um, with the money. And then, so he gets the 20 grand. Well, he tried for 400,000. He's like, I don't do that much. So he gets 20 grand. Meets with the body corp guy. <laughs> puts the money on his... On his um, folder and the guy's like what is this mm-hmm. um and yeah so in the end i think yeah he takes the money back he's like look you're too late so gina comes up with the idea that she would buy the no sorry prior to that she's like that's cool we'll just we'll find you somewhere else there's another apartment for you mm-hmm. so they go looking at different apartments oh yeah one of the apartments is ridiculously like a small shoe box. a shoe box where the bed is on a you know 45 degree angle mm-hmm. Um, there's the bed. Then the high ceiling, nice apartment, toilet in the middle of the 
of the living room. Oh, and the bird yeah. comes out of it. And tell Gina me, freaks out. tell me that's not improv. That was a genuine oh, scare of the bird coming yeah. at her for sure. Oh yeah. That too, squeal was just way too real. Yeah, way too real for it to be fake. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> so then after all that, and, you know, Jake's pretty down going, I'm never going to find anywhere. I'm going to be homeless. Yeah. Um, Gina offers precinct. to, yeah, Gina offers to buy his apartment and she would rent it to him. Yeah. But he cracked it. Like, how could you have money? And she goes, I'm thrifty. <laughs> You know, saves all her money, only mm-hmm. buys what she has to, eats other people's lunches. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, she eats Scully, Scully and Hitchcock's lunches. Um, so she's saved a lot of money. She can afford to get a loan or whatever and get buy the apartment. And Jake's pretty peeved about it. Yeah. Like real mad. Um, and speaks to Amy about it. And Amy's like, well, what's wrong with that? You know, why is that a bad thing? Yeah. Actually, no, she doesn't even get a chance to say anything, isn't it? Jake's like having a conversation with his with himself. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, and he's like, well, just figuring out what this couch is like. Yeah, it smells like what do you say? It smells feels like scoliosis and something else. <laughs> um, <right>. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh. he's gonna have a very bad back <laughs> sleeping on that couch. <laughs> but yeah, he basically has a conversation with himself, and he goes, "Thanks, Amy." She's like, "You're welcome. I didn't do anything." <laughs> he goes back to Gina and says, "Look, buy Nana's apartment. I will." rent and then she's like well, where are you going to rent and he goes i'll rent your current apartment he goes and i've worked it out that she would actually turn a profit yeah if he paid the exact same that he is for his current place it's obviously more than what her apartment now is worth mm. that she'll make a profit out of it so he basically apologized and he's like look sorry i freaked out um thank you for helping me sorry that you matured and i didn't <laughs> yeah pretty much isn't it um yeah, so he does. He apologizes and takes up on Gina's apartment. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think is that the whole. That was a really quick episode. I feel like well, yeah, because well, there was like three plots going on. Yeah. They there were short plots that had to take up all the time. Yeah. Which was good because it's nice. It's different to have it. Like from the previous episode and then leading into the next one, which was Tactical Village, yeah, which is yeah. now the one that <gasps> I was making reference to before. <laughs> Hello. Um, Hello. Where so episode nineteen, Tactical Village, came out on the fourth of March twenty fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is where Peralta tries to set a new record on a training mm-hmm. course and Diaz does not get an invitation to Boyle's wedding. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Holt becomes addicted to a game app on his smartphone. So this, like like I was saying, the previous episode is kind of all chop and change all over the place. Yeah. There's three plots kind of going on. There Whereas is. here is there's kind of really one major one, like normal, and then the side plot as well. Yeah, exactly. So as you said, the cold open, yeah. Do- yep. Doyle walks in. Doyle again. He did it again. What is Doyle from? Oh, Doyle's from Gilmore Girls. Oh, partner. Bloody hell. Gilmore. My bad. Come on. You know why? Because I've got a Gilmore Girls reference here somewhere because there's a character later on. He's from Gilmore Girls. Oh. <laughs> I wrote that. It's down here. It's like, yeah, the last episode. I'm like, he's, this guy is from Gigi. <laughs> anyway, it's Boyle. Anyway. And he brings in the STDs. He brings in the STDs. Um, and straight away, he's like, save the dates. Like, what else could it be? Oh, I get it. No oh, one else is going to think guys. that. Yeah, be mature, guys. Uh, no one else is going to think that, Amy. Everybody's going to think that. Yeah. Um, but yes, he hands out his STDs. 
to everyone but Rosa. Well, at the time, we don't know Rosa didn't get one. Yeah, that's true. We don't know that until Terry. Terry on the bus. Correct. Coming off the bus. And he's like, oh, the babysitter's not available for the wedding. And she goes, wait, he's handed out his, he's picked a date for the wedding. He's like, yeah, the save the dates last week or whatever it was. And she's like, "Mm -hmm." Uh mm-hmm. And then Terry's like, oh, shit. shit. (laughs) What have I done? Put my foot in it. Yep. Um, he should have been like, I'm getting a text. And he spends. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, perfect opportunity, guys. Come on. But he spends basically the whole episode trying to, well, well, the first part of the episode, trying to like get through to Rosa saying, just talk to him, you know, ask him why, what's going on. And she's like, nah, I always want to get the last word in. You know, I've got 70 arguments that I want to win. On my deathbed. Yeah. That's right. And, so and now got, 71. Yeah, yeah, now 71. Now, uh, So I've written down here, so the Rosa Rosa and Boyle wedding is what I wrote, but it's obviously not their wedding. Um, but I've put here the silent painkiller machine, the sonic cannon. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, so I just tilt it here and I turn it right up. And he's like, what is happening? <laughs> he's on the he's like a one in the fetal position. It's like when you spray a fly with enough, like, fly spray. And then- legs are kicking. <laughs> Die, bitch, die. (laughs) And just her look. And then Terry turns it off. And then he's like, she goes, it's pretty good. (laughs) Cool machine or whatever she says. Like, um, and then she shoots him in the back. Yeah. And then again in the chest. You shot my breasts. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it slipped or whatever she said. I missed the target or whatever. But she's pretty pissed, Mm -hmm. you know, that... um, well, because after the previous episode, we're talking about like they really made headway yes. in their friendship. Exactly. Like they'll get along really well finally. And he uses the excuse that Vivian isn't going to be comfortable with her being invited. Yeah. Which we find out is a lie at the very end. Because apparently she, Boyle made the excuse that she was away for the weekend, I think it was. Yes, that she was going to be away that weekend. Mm. And then Vivian's like, why would that be weird? And Rosie goes, because I'm weird. <laughs> uh, just makes a weird noise. <laughs> and then just walks away. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, but I'm actually surprised. I it doesn't happen. But it's not like Rosa, you know, confronts Boyle about it. I again I like that they just they just put it to bed. They yeah. didn't drag on this whole save the date. You lied to Vivian. She, but I think Rosa was like, okay, I get why he's done that. He doesn't want to jeopardize his future relationship, yeah. you know, to be like, oh, well, you used to like her and now she's going to come, like, put those thoughts into her head. Yeah. So I think Rosa just, like, gone, she I get it. it. Yeah. yeah. And didn't was, bother yeah, confronting cool. Boyle about it. I was about to yeah. say Doyle again. Um, <laughs> about on, it, man. which I think is good. Um, the other. Before we go on to the whole tactical training thing, mm-hmm. this, I think we're going to have to call this episode Quasi Cupcakes. Oh, Quasi with a backwards W. Yeah. It's not possible. Yeah, it is. Um, but yeah, Gina is playing Quasi Cupcakes mm-hmm. and Holt has to go right up to her face. Gina. Gina. <laughs> um, obsessed with this game. Eventually, Holt gets onto it. And thoroughly enjoys playing the game as well. Gets busted in the bathroom. Mm-hmm. It's now not a men's bathroom. It's a lie. It's a liar's den or something yeah. like that, did you say? Um, 
Good old Gina. <laughs> Good old Gina. But to snap him out of playing it, because he no, he reckons he deleted the app. That's right. Yeah, I he deleted said, the application. I, I've got self control. That's right. Deletes the application, supposedly. Then he's playing it in the lunchroom. Gina does the exact same thing to him. Mm-hmm. Captain. Captain. Captain gets in his face. <laughs> oh. And then he goes, but I'm up to Sparkle City. Well, because they go like into Sparkle City and Gina's like, all right, I know a way to get you, kind of knock this out of you. <laughs> Takes her up to uh, Hitchcock's desk. Goes, That's right. Hitchcock. Uh, what level are you at? Yeah. Sparkle City. <laughs> And, and they like talk about you know where they're up to and that, and then Hitchcock is so excited. We're that, the like, same or something. Yeah, he's like, we're the same. Yeah, it's like, yep, done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, and throws it in the bin. Throws his phone in the bin. Yeah, Don't just delete walks the app. Away. Yeah, just tr- completely throws the phone out. <sighs> Love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, that basically stops him from playing the game. Yeah. So good old again, Gina saving the day, saving the day again, making yeah. him realize, and it's. I, it's just funny because she was addicted mm-hmm. and somehow can control herself, but she knows because it's such a fun game. He goes, it's even affecting my work. Yeah. Three and four, switch. <laughs> and <it's> like, <laughs> That's right. what do you say? He goes, it's a crazy cupcake or something <laughs> like that because the colors matched. It's that special like yeah. word that comes up. And yeah. It. I can't remember, oh. but something about a cupcake. I can't remember, but. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the thing. Like you see, like. Gina's brain working and how yeah. it like works um, to like in such a weird way compared to everyone else. Yeah. And why it works having her as a secretary or PA, whatever she's called. Yeah. Secretary, isn't it? She's a Anyway, that, per- that person underneath him, PA. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's go-to. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the big main plot line is this tactical training. Yes. And they do it every, oh, I missed how long. I'm going to say every year. Um, or maybe every six months or something. It's basically like this big training. You know, they, they're given a scenario. They as a squad. And I did notice that Hitchcock, obviously because we just mentioned Queer's Cupcakes, mm-hmm. he didn't go, but everyone else went. Yeah. I missed why he didn't go, um, but he was not involved. Maybe he just wasn't selected. They didn't need that many people. I don't know. Yeah, I'm assuming, well, they'd need people in the precinct to do stuff. <laughs> so they put Hitchcock? Yeah, I, know. I don't know why, but it worked. <laughs> True, it did. No, he's probably playing, playing Queer's Cupcakes. <laughs> <laughs> playing, yeah, that's right. Too busy. That's it. So... Yeah, so they are doing this tactical training and they they get there and they're unpacking all their guns and stuff like that. (laughs) And all of a sudden we meet Teddy. Yes, Teddy comes in. He's also a reoccurring guest star. Yes. Um, Quite funny character. Uh, Not, you don't really, okay, what do you think of him at the start? When he's, what's his, Uh, he's just a male Amy, Amy, basically. Yeah. That's what it's a good way to put it. Yeah. Yep, they, they they went on that special camp. The code, the code the coding camp? camp, yeah. <laughs> Volunteering coding camp or whatever it was, yeah. Oh. Um, and they were just like quizzing each other like random numbers and they yeah. were saying what, what the, the sparks the result were, was. were flying. Because yeah. like there were sparks previ- at the camp, but then they That's did nothing right. about it. Correct. Because so, they were different precincts. Yeah, because Rosa asked, what's the what, who's that? What's the go there? And she said that they went on about five dates. Mm-hmm. But then he, yeah, you're right. He moved, I was about to say suburbs, um, <laughs> counties. So it just never worked out. Or they never kept in touch. Yeah. But I guess now he's back in the area. And um, Amy's like... Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe there's something here with this guy. And this is when, you know, Jake kind of goes. Jake goes nuts, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. So jealous. And this Boyle points it out to him and goes into that super high voice. And yeah. sounds like Meryl Streep from Mamma Mia. 
Um, yeah, so that's right. Jake is real jealous. And when mm-hmm. they're looking at the guns outside and he, Teddy comes over and goes, oh, they've got the new handguns. Do you want to come see them? And Jake's like, hell yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, that's not for me. Oh, clearly it was. And just, and Amy's like, dude, uh, what are you doing? Um, yeah, bad. Uh, so yeah. And, bef- and then I think Scully, <laughs> Scully's talking about, you know how we hold our guns like this? Well, I wondered if we did it like this. <laughs> yeah. You could have them upside down. You could shoot like this. And, and Jake's like, that would never happen. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they're, they're waiting their turn to go in to do the training, the, the course. I'm mm-hmm. going to call it a course, but, you know, whatever the scenario is. And Teddy's group comes out and says that they, they done it. They made they record New timing. record timing. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that they, they're told, oh, you know, sorry, Jake starts to go, oh, Nah, it loses his character because yes. he always changes his character or be someone. Um, some English guy previously. Yes, that's right. And yeah, he decides, nah, we're going to win this. Now he doesn't, that's not like Jake. No. He's clearly trying to one-up Teddy to impress Amy. Yeah. He wants the trophy and wants the girl. But even Amy's like, what are you doing? You're not being, where's your character gone? Yeah. Like, that's you. And it's interesting because he goes, no, no, I'm serious now. And then he goes on about this new character that's an ex-Navy SEAL. That's right. I can't get into his background right now. <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. So anyway, so they all, they go in. So they buddy up Boyle and Rosa. Yeah. And Rose is just like, really? So Terry was not, Terry, sorry, Terry said that. And Rosa was not impressed. But it was an opportunity for Rosa to tell Boyle how she feels. Which she eventually does. Yes. And says, like, why didn't you invite me? And as you said, we said earlier, you know, it's because of Vivian, blah, 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 blah. So they have it out. That's fine. Um, Jake and Amy are together. Scully. Where did Scully go? He. Can't um, remember. He, he was just standing next to Sarge. That's right. He was told not to do a thing, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, because I was he stuff <laughs> it up. Just say yes, Sarge. Okay, Sarge. That's right. Come Everyone on, Scully. Jump. Yeah. <laughs> so that's right. So Amy and Jake are going through. They're shooting all the perps, mm-hmm. um, and they get to the final room. They've only got like a minute and twelve seconds or something like that. Very short amount of time to beat the record. And Jake's like, "We'll just surrender. Whatever. We'll be done with it." Mm-hmm. Comes in, hands up. Did you notice the? the victim it said i think it said elderly lady yeah. or something and yep. it's this big black guy <laughs> um so anyway so jake's like yeah we surrender and then um they're like the perps in quotation marks the fake ones are like well put your guns on the floor and as he's going to do that does the upsy downsy yeah upside down upsy down upsy downsy yeah shoots the perps Calls into Terry and they get the new record. So he's super excited, gets the new record, mm-hmm. um, and thinks that that impresses Amy. So they go to the bar that night mm-hmm. to celebrate. Yay. So they celeb- they're celebrating two things. Oh, the save the dates. I think it's the wedding. Yeah. Quasi cupcakes coming to an end for Holt. <laughs> yeah. And winning the trial. Uh, so Boyle makes comments again. Now I had to ship their names. I called them Jamie, Jake and Amy. (laughs) Um, so Boyle makes comment to Jake again that he thinks that he likes Amy 
you know, and what's going on there and, and that type of thing. And Jake's like, no, 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 it's it's in your head. It's not happening. Mm-hmm. But Terry, Terry, yep. Teddy, no, Teddy, Teddy is also there at the bar. And that throws Jake off. So Terry makes a speech saying, congratulations, Jake, you, you know, you, you, you solved the, you <gasps> wrong the, story, wrong show, yeah, wrong episode. No, no, no. I'm mixing it up. Yeah. Oh, oh that's Sorry, right. That's the last Amy, one. 21. Amy tells Jake oh, that after like the record that he's all excited. He tell, she tells him that, um, Teddy asked her out. And she said, yes. Yes. And then it ends with being at the bar, doesn't it? And Terry's like. No, it's not. That's the last. That's episode 21. I'm I'm sorry. Sorry. I've got here. End. Jake and Amy, Scully offers to help Jakey. So you see Boyle at his desk watching Jake and Amy converse. And Jake goes to ask her a question, realizes she's wearing lipstick. He goes, Uh, are you wearing lipstick? And she's like, yes, I had to call my 12-year-old niece about makeup ideas or something like that. Um, because Teddy asked her out and then yeah. she goes, what did you want to ask me? And he just goes, uh, nothing. It's okay. I was just, it was just a work thing. I wanted you help with work. And then she's like, okay, no worries. I'm going. Meanwhile, Boyle's watching. Cause Boyle says to him, you should say something to her. And I think yeah. Jake was going to, and then he, he didn't because he's like, nah, she likes this other guy and didn't, didn't want to mess with her head. Mm-hmm. And that's when Scully, I, I was like, oh, Scully <laughs> walks up and says, I'll help you, Jakey. Oh, it was so sweet. I love Scully. And he's like, perfect or something like that because Amy walks off. Mm. Yes, that's right. That's the end of the episode. I'm getting my episodes mixed up. Yeah, don't worry. Do it to me. Yeah, so that sums up episode 19. Yeah, so 20 is called Fancy, how do you say it? Brodgum? Brodgum. Brodgum. Oh, he says it's so good. Basically, best man, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, so this one was 11th of March 2014. Uh, so Charles's best man, Jake, must be involved with important wedding decisions, including cake tasting and floral arrangements. Mm-hmm. Gina, Terry, and Amy start an extreme diet, and Rosa has to make a sincere apology. Yes, they are literally what I have here. Diet, best man, Rose's apology. That's what I've got written down here. Um, so, yes, the cold open is the diet. They've all got matching lunch boxes because we find out that Terry's wife is on this diet. It's a crazy diet because she's not happy with how her body looks after having the two girls. Yes. So he's supporting her in doing the same diet. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to a few episodes ago when he had to have 10,000 calories a day, What's this like? He'd be lucky to be having like 2,000 calories. Yeah, exactly. 300. A slither of cantaloupe. Oh, <laughs> We're going to sing our cantaloupe song. <laughs> Amy, come hold this. Song. It looks really big in your tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> so what I sort of jotted down is that they had, the, the three of them were going to do it together. Obviously, Gina cracks like real early and comes in with oh, that like disgusting sub thing. Day two or something. Like that. Day one. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think it was day one. Um, so in the packet, there was one carrot, one almond, which Amy was eating for quite a long amount of time, mm-hmm. got bumped by Hitchcock, come oh. flying out of her mouth and she loses her marbles at Hitchcock and he calls it a, um, a cashew. And she's like, a cashew? It was an almond. And then he steps on it, like crush it underneath. <laughs> and I think oh. Terry lip, like picks up Amy and pull and takes her away. Yeah. He's like, you're getting hang. She's angry at this point. Yeah. And then Terry can't find her anywhere. It's lunch. It's cantaloupe time. And, you know, this 
thin piece of paper slice of cantaloupe. <laughs> and he's like, it's cantaloupe time. Where the hell's Amy? And they we've sing follow. Our song. Yeah, we've got to sing our song. And then they follow, they being, sorry, Terry and Gina, follow like a paper trail of food. Of burger wrappers. Bur- burger wrappers to find Amy, like a kangaroo in a spotlight, eating a, a hamburger or a mm-hmm. burger, whatever. And she goes, okay, it's my second. <laughs> oh, I'm lying. It's my fourth. And like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> munches on that burger. Um, and then, yeah, basically they, in the end, they do help Terry. They mm-hmm. go to give him the thick shake and he's like, look, you know, sorry, the girls are like, look, you don't have to do this. You know, you, you look good. And that's when we find out he's doing it for his wife. Yeah. And that tugs at the heartstrings and he goes to have the thick shake <laughs> and they handcuff him to the desk. Yeah. Take it out of his hand and he goes, you can do this. We can't, but you can. <laughs> We're going to help you through this. Yeah. They'll help you through it. Even though they're going to, they're like, but we'll eat what we want to eat. <laughs> um, but it's funny how that ends. Because he's like, I'm still so strong. And they're outside and he goes to lift the car and he lets out the biggest fart possible, never ending. And they're both standing there like, oh my God. uh, (laughs) So funny. That's right. I've got here Terry Lift's car. I I didn't read my notes properly. But yes, that was very funny. Oh. (laughs) One of those um, lines that they say is one of my favorite quotes later on. Oh, me too. Um. So Rosa has a complaint against her because she made fun of one of the other cops who mislabeled evidence for one of her cases that she'd been working on for quite a long time. Um, It was almost mislabeled. It wasn't actually. She said he he almost did it. And, yeah, she basically made fun of him. And and Holt was teaching her, look, rather than just, you know, picking on them, Mm -hmm. um, explain to them what they did wrong and teach them. So they learn. So Rosa struggles signif- real hard on how to apologize. Oh, okay. And they converse back and forth a few times saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then he's like, that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> they sound the exact same to me, but, you know, apparently Holt finds it. So she goes down there and apologizes. And the guy's like, what are you even apologizing for? And then she's like, I'm sorry that you're no good at your job. I'm sorry that you're this, that, and the other. Blah, blah, blah. All this sort of stuff. Um, but eventually she comes around. Um, she... Goes back down there and apologizes sincerely. Yeah. And, mm. you know, they're all good. He says, I accept your apology. And she goes to show him, you know, what to do next time, you know, how to do it yeah. properly. And he goes, just whatever's in this elevator. <laughs> Remember, I did this when I was mad at you. I would love to know what was on that. I know. Me too. I feel like it was either a giant naked picture or just his face that had like drawings all over it or something. Yeah. I surely if there's any fan art or something out there of what was, what did she do in that elevator? I'm keen to see. Cause his reaction is quite funny and it must've been quite big. Cause his eyes were like peered open. Peered yeah. Open, I should say. Well, it's funny. Cause like there was another funny bit, uh, between Holt and Rosa where, um, he goes, yeah, I just filled out a complaint form. What? With a crayon? <laughs> no, with a green pen. Like Colt's like absolutely like Yeah. No, he did with it with her. a green pen. I don't know why. <laughs> or that confused me too or something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he was agreeing with Rosa, but he's like Yeah. It's not the way to go. But about you gotta it. teach. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not a way to go. And he sees her as a leader. Yes. So I like that he sort of, you know, complimented her and I think that's nice to see that he also sees Rosa as a solid leading character as well, or yeah. detective, not just Amy. Mm. You know, so I think it's kind of, Rose is kind of going, oh, so you don't just only care about Amy and mentoring her and stuff. You're helping me too. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then the main, main plot is the whole best man. He's <laughs> been asked to be the best man. He almost drinks a bow tie. And they do all wedding prep stuff. Actually, yeah. it's funny. I was watching this episode with Shane and Shane's like, isn't this what the woman does? I was like, yeah, but it's Boyle. Yeah. Like he's he is the control bride. freak. Yeah, he is the bride. You know, the cake testing, the stationery, the invitations, the um, the suits, the lovely white tux that he oh, came out in the, the first. The Scottish outfit. The Scottish outfit, yes. And the uh, see-through pants and why on earth he's wearing a G-string. Is he something borrowed? <laughs> Oh, it's not your wedding day yet and you're wearing something borrowed like pre-wedding. That doesn't make any sense. Oh, gosh. And then he asks for a pen. Yes, I'll give you the pen that I never have on me. Why? What is that? Some marriage certificate stuff? No, my retirement paperwork. Mm. And Jake's like, uh, okay, what are you talking about? Why? What? What are you on about? And um, that's when Boyle announces that Vivian wants him to retire from being a detective from the force completely and they're moving to ottawa canada yeah because of her work you know she's got a new job and he supports the fact that she's got a new job so it's good on Boyle. like he's doing the right thing in supporting his future wife with her future Mm -hmm. but sacrificing a lot for him like basically his whole identity yeah but like retiring completely not transferring she doesn't want him to work at all yeah that's what i found a bit weird too yeah which means she is super controlling. Yeah. In the impression I'm getting. 100%. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So Jake, quite a few times throughout the episode, trying to convince Boyle to just talk to Vivian. Everything will be okay. Mm. He sends him home. He can't do it. The next day they go to breakfast and he's says, you know, he brings Vivian along so that Jake can help. Well, basically tell Vivian and... And he throws Jake under the bus. Throws under the bus, big <clears throat> time. And Jake's Aww. like, what the hell, man? Um, quits, as him, quits on him as the best man. He's Aww. like, screw you then. And that pissed Boyle off. But in Jake's defense, he's like, well, look what you just did to me. Why would I be your best man if that's what you're going to do to me? I'm yeah. trying to help you. This is how you treat me. Um, so they eventually sort it out and he has the balls in the end to talk to Vivian and say, look, I don't want to move to Ottawa, Canada. Um, so they talk through it and at that point, all seems fine. Mm-hmm. Jake and so Boyle says to Jake, yeah, we had a chat. It's, it's open for discussion basically. Yeah. And yeah, that's this episode. It was good, but it quite a what do we have? Three, three sort of plot lines there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The diet Rosa and the best man. It's more about setting up, I reckon, for the next couple of episodes. Agreed. Like it's it's prepping you for, you know, the What's final episode. Yeah. Um, Especially the next one. Yeah. But it's good because in this episode, we actually start to see um, kind of how Jake feels about Boyle and what, yeah. he, what he brings to their relationship. Because, yep. like, at the very start in our first episode, we're discussing that basically Boyle was so obsessed with Jake and Jake is loving it because like that's mm-hmm. what's given off in the first couple of episodes. But yeah. slowly each episode you see more and more of Jake appreciating Boyle and it, him speaking more about how much he loves him and appreciates him. Yeah. But in this episode, it's, you know, really evident because he's like, no, I'm trying to help you. You know, this is, you know, don't quit the NYPD. That's so dumb. I want to protect you. Mm-hmm. I want to keep you here. You know, 
yeah, you're not even transferring. You're just completely retiring. That's yeah, so dumb. exactly. And trying to help him in his relationships. Yep. So you start to really see that the friendship between Jake and Ball is two-sided. Yeah, yeah, definitely. To the very beginning of the season. Yeah. Where we thought it was more one-sided. Yeah. And I think, again, we see Boyle being a people pleaser. Yeah. You know, just not even thinking about his own feelings and what he really wants. He, you know, he even... Boyle mentions, I've been obsessed with Rosa all this time and I finally have someone. I don't want to lose her. Mm-hmm. It took me so long to get over Rosa. And look, I've now met somebody. I don't want to lose this person. I'll do anything for them. And Jake's like, yeah, but giving up you, like what you do as a person and your life and your beliefs and your work, you're willing to drop all of that for her? Someone you've known for, what, 20 days? Yeah, I know. Really? Um, it's a big thing. Don't, yeah. Don't full boil it. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right, we'll head into our last one for this episode. Yeah. uh, Which is episode 21. Mm -hmm. It's called Unsolvable, 18th of March 2014 it was released. Mm -hmm. So this is where Peralta gets the weekend off. He enlists Jeffords to help him tackle a cold case that everyone thinks is unsolvable. Mm -hmm. Can the two of them crack the impossible case once and for all? I love that that's the, um, I know. the synopsis because I'm reading my notes as you're reading that. And I was like, wait, where is that storyline? It's the last one I wrote. Um, so we have the cold open. Holt walks in with a sprained wrist. Oh, yeah. And they're all trying to work out why and how he sprained it. And, you know, they're coming up with all different kind of scenarios. And then eventually Holt comes out and goes, I can hear you all. I tripped on a sidewalk. Okay. That's the story. Walks over to Jake. Real quiet. And tells him that he does hula hooping classes, mm-hmm. <laughs> shows him photos, and Jake's like, "Why are you telling me this?" And then he goes, "Because nobody will ever believe you." And then deletes the photo, like savage as. Yeah. <laughs> and Holt's face is like, hmm. like you know, that's Take right. It. I did that to you. Sucker. Yeah. <laughs> I find that quite funny. And again, a cold open that has nothing to do with the episode whatsoever, because you don't see his sprained wrist again throughout the episode. Yeah, actually, you don't. Nothing to do with, but it's just something funny. Um, I have written here, what a man and throws thumbtacks. What did Jake do? I don't know, but Scully throws thumbtacks in the air. Because Boyle, Boyle announces that he made his 23rd arrest or 23 arrests in a month. That's what it was. Rips out the tape recorder, starts playing what a man and dancing to it. And he's like, stop that. And then because he didn't have confetti, he being Scully, throws thumbtacks everywhere. That's right. I was like, why did I write that down? Yeah, that was quite funny. So that's our cold open. Mm-hmm. And then, yes, we have the credits. Um, and we have a couple storylines here. We have Teddy and Amy are going away for the weekend yes. to the Berkshires, Berkshires, whatever that is. Yeah. Um, but little does she, she's forgotten that she's double booked herself. And she has said yes to helping Holt with a seminar because yeah. his IT problems last time. He's like, oh. I uh, don't know what's going on here. So he didn't want that to happen again. And then she's like, how did I get roped into that? And all he did was come out and go, who can help? She's like, I'll do it. I'll take all my time. Me, 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 me. Yeah, pretty much. Um, So Gina reminds her, "Uh, is I taking this not that you're going to come back to do, you know, the seminar? And then she's like, well, you could always lie to Holt. Just say you've, what'd she say to say? Triplets. So one of your triplets is dice. You can use that that twice. (laughs) So she ends up telling Holt that she's got a, a dental appointment something's wrong with her mouth um her she's wisdom teeth yeah dental emergency that's right her wisdom teeth mm-hmm. so holt's like oh that's not good i've been in that situation before 
and calls upon his dentist, who's a really good friend of theirs, and does them a favor to get her teeth looked at. Mm -hmm. And then whilst looking at her teeth, she freaks out and says, okay, I lied. And Holt's like, you lied to me? Um, he was pretty disappointed. I think there was some serious disappointment on her face. And she finds out she's an overbrusher and he goes, I feel like you deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, again, his humour. He doesn't think he's funny, but it's the way he executes the, yeah, it. Yeah, it's all so an execution. Good. Yep. Then we have Boyle trying to, trying to have a conversation with Vivian. So clearly... From mm -hmm. having confronted her and going, yeah, everything's sweet, it's out in the open. She's not letting it go. So he's trying to have continuous conversations with her on the phone um, about the whole situation, come to a happy medium, and he's saying it's awful. Um, he's talking to Rosa about this at this point in the cleaning room, cleaning closet. She went to get toilet paper mm -hmm. and he's on the phone. And he goes, there's nowhere quiet here to talk. And then we meet Babylon. Babylon. Uh, the bathroom that the girls found when they were cleaning or whatever it was, they realized it was an old um, captain's bathroom mm -hmm. and, you know, they made it smell nice and all this sort of stuff and it's this beautiful bathroom that for him to use to talk to Vivian. Mm -hmm. And then Scully and Hitchcock, cotton on. <laughs> he's, he's left. He hasn't, he hasn't gone to the bathroom like once. Yes, yeah, smells like lavender. He's drank so many drinks, hasn't gone to the bathroom once, mm -hmm. but it keeps coming back smelling like lavender. So where's the secret bathroom? And he's like, what are you on about? And then Boyle's like, why are you guys such good detectives about this kind of stuff? <laughs> but anything else, you're no good. Um, yeah, so they, they eventually, they bully boil into showing them mm -hmm. the bathroom and Gina discovers that no um discovers that it's been you know tainted basically <laughs> she walks in and they're washing their shirts and that oh yes again hitchcock with no shirt on yeah oh. almost every episode oh, but i reckon i actually think oh yeah most most episodes um and then they gina again genius gina she convinces she does a deal makes a deal sorry with Scully and Hitchcock, you know, gives her, gives them Wolfie, um, other things like that in order to get the bathroom back. Yeah. But now she's on to angry unicorns. Yes. And Boyle's, right. I don't think I could be angry if I was a unicorn. <laughs> Bless him. Um, yeah, so there's that, I say, I, can't, I don't recall what happens in the finale, but obviously this whole Boyle and Vivian Ottawa movement mm. is uh, not looking good and the wedding isn't looking very promising at the moment, I don't I don't think. What's gonna Yeah. Mm. It's yeah, not looking well promising That's right. at all. So Jake finds out or is told by Amy that she's going away for the weekend. So Holt gave him the weekend off. Like, well done. Twenty three mm -hmm. I suppose they saves. Twenty three arrests in a month. Have the weekend off. You've worked hard. He's like, Sweet, thanks. I'll do my laundry. <laughs> And then finds out that Amy has this fugly grandma bag, a weekender bag, mm -hmm. and that she's going away with Teddy. Yeah. And <laughs> he's like, well, I'm going to work now. I'm going to do an unsolved, a uh, cold case yeah. with Terry. As you said, um, recruits Jeffords to, to solve this <laughs> the case. The unsolvable. The unsolvable case. Case 52ABX-32QJ. Yeah. yeah. That's There's right. a lot of I wrote letters and numbers. <laughs> I must admit I had to Google it because I tried to pause it and I was like, I just, the letters kept jumbling. But I loved how 
How many? Oh, where's the blooper reel for that? Because oh, they the amount of times he so said it to times. Terry, Terry said it back, and then Scully says it again, and then they're going, oh, we have to find another name for this. <laughs> but even then, right at the very end of the episode, when he says they solved the case, and he says it's 52, blah, blah, and like says the whole thing. Doesn't say, you know. To I wonder how, yeah, how many rounds they would have had to do. How many times? Oh, gosh. I'll find out. So they find out they have a new lead, this um, Sophia Butston. Um, is a the wife the wife of the guy that was murdered? Yeah, um, or the lover? No. So it's supposed that her husband is the one that is dead, but he's the one that did the kill, as we find out yeah. in the end, um, to her lover, mm-hmm. because she says, um, "I can guarantee you, or I can promise you, you will never find." out who did it or something along those lines. She said, I promise you something. And that's when Jake's are going, um, how can you promise that? So they get the lie detector. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I wrote down the lie detector guy is from Gilmore Girls. Oh, he plays, yeah. um, he plays the, the chef at Luke's diner. Yes. <laughs> and again, he doesn't talk and all he says is lie, lie in this particular episode. But in Gilmore Girls, he also doesn't talk. Um, which is quite funny. Sorry, I, just, I saw him. I was like, you're from Gilmore Girls. Caesar, I think they call him. Um, so Jake is convinced the machine is broken. He's going, it can't be working. And then he goes, is your favorite artist Jay-Z? Yes. Lie. Is his real favorite artist Taylor Swift? No. That's a lie. He's like, fine, she is. <laughs> <laughs> Pulls in my heartstrings. Yeah. Pulls everyone. <laughs> Terry. So Jake ends up solving the case. As I said before, he realizes something just didn't add up and that it was the husband who killed the lover and the wife knows because he found out or something along those lines. No, no one gets killed. What do you mean no one gets killed? Yeah, he killed. Oh, yeah. And then he chops off. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, he chopped you off his right. own finger yeah, thinking. Own. So yeah. he staged his death. That's why yes. it's unsolved because he's still alive and the other guy's missing. They're thinking the other guy killed him. Yeah. And they can't find the guy, they think the lover, because he's the one actually off. dead. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Oh. Yeah. That's why it was unsolvable. That's right. Because <laughs> there was nobody. So they go to the pub. Now we're at the pub stage. Hey. Where um, Teddy and Amy come back. Well, yes. they never went away because he, she ended up staying and doing the seminar. Yeah. And then she asks for the following weekend off and he's like, he pauses for ages and she's like, oh, and then he goes, yes. But this is where we get introduced to Teddy, Teddy's obsession and love of Pilsner's. Oh. <laughs> um, so... Terry makes the announcement, you know, congratulations, Jake, you solved it. And he goes, well, thanks to the murderer, um, because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have this case and I wouldn't have solved it. So cheers to the murderer. <laughs> and they all went, oh, yeah, cheers. Uh, yeah, weird. Yeah, and he walks off and Terry's like, well, what the normal. hell's up with Jake? This yeah. is not like him. you got 23 arrests, you solved an unsolvable case, and you're not happy about it. And as he's having his drink, he looks over at Amy and Teddy. Mm-hmm. And then Terry's like, oh, so Amy, hey? And it was kind of sweet. It was like, okay, now Terry knows. Yeah. And he goes, maybe, you know, don't drink alone, drink with a friend. And then he says, I don't think one drink's enough. We'll have to have many a drinks. <laughs> and then he mentions, I can't remember why he mentioned about taking shots. But there was something, something 
I think no, that's when he sorry, that's when he then said, Oh, so Amy Hay and he goes, I think we need some shots. Yeah. Cuts to three hours later. What a man, what a man. What a man. <laughs> his ball man. like dancing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think Jake yells out, I can't believe I'm doing this or I'm gonna kill myself or something like he can't believe he's given into the song and he's dancing yeah. along. And it's just a cool, like, full circle because in the cold open, they're playing What a Man. Yeah. And then he does it again at the very end. <laughs> always could loop back. Always loops back. <laughs> but, yeah, that's episode 21. I really think that sets up. We're approaching the finale. Yes. Of season one. And Special episode. Yeah. And that's a pretty heavy episode, particularly with Jake and Amy. Yeah. So I really feel for Jake. Like, you can see that he's realize he really does it's not just a crush he really does like amy but he's not getting in her way he's like no she clearly likes somebody else i'll leave her be yeah yeah i think it's quite sweet so be i like to see how it sort of you know pans out yeah Mm. i'm really excited i love when there's like season ends yeah like they're always the best episodes yeah. but then it's also really annoying because they always hang it on a cliffhanger I know it's like damn it but lucky for us we have it on Netflix so yeah. we don't have to wait oh I'm already up to like season months. 5 already oh, no, I can't believe you I, I can't jumped stop. ahead <laughs> it's too hard to like stop once you read it you're in it you get <laughs> but um what were your favorite quotes my favorite quotes okay We'll Look, I have. These quickly, I'm not gonna lie. I have. I know, guys. Well, no. Yep. Okay. Hour and a half. Um, <laughs> yeah, hey, it's Ew. not quite. It's not quite. We have half an hour. Last episode was two hours, so oh, we got time. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so I have quite a few because I I actually can't pick any in particular. So it is hard. I felt like there was a lot of yeah, good ones. A lot of one-liners, not like big converse ones for me. Oh, really? But okay. I have quite a few one-liners. Yeah. So I'll I'll just read them out really quickly. Um, I think we mentioned this earlier. We said, good Lord, we're doomed. Boyle looks like a lesbian yeah. when he's wearing the uh, fringe outfit. <laughs> good Lord. The other one, this was one of Charles's blunders. Um, Charles loves V because he couldn't afford to write Vivian in the sky. Oh, and Jake's yeah. like, that means something else. Yeah. So that was sort of one of the one of his blunders. And then when this was again because it's a Disney reference, he's like, "What the hell is Othello? I'm calling you the parrot from Aladdin." That was one of my. Ah ones. yes, I, that one. <laughs> I guess that's your new best friend now, Santiago. Emphasis on the Iago yeah. backstabber. <laughs> I'm surprised you've read it though. What the hell's Othello? I'm calling you the parrot from Aladdin. <laughs> Oh, my. You can't expect anything. Oh, and actually, funny we mentioned that today. It's actually not funny, but the guy who voiced Iago, he died today. R.I.P. Gilbert, I think something or other his name was. But, um, oh, Iago. Great. Well, I just put a damper on the episode, didn't it? Thanks, Caitlin. Sorry. Moving on. (laughs) Um, I already said this one. I met my wife at an orgy. Yep. Then I've got... Oh, there's no one finding them right. Don't worry about that one. Oh, yeah, this was the... don't Don't move as a group. You're not gazelles. <laughs> when that was shuffling at the party. At the yeah. party. <laughs> After their team And break. then he yells at Jake going, stop eating crab wrong. <laughs> when he just grabs the, the, <laughs> the, the, the leg. He's eating the like, The claw, sorry. Yeah. Oh, um, and then this was also one of my, it's sort of a boil blunder. Eyes up here, Gina. I'm more than a piece of ass. Yeah. With his jeans. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when... Um, Amy um, has a dig during her self-analysis yeah. at Terry and he goes, wow, why the drive-by? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Oh, yes, when Jake is quite mad at Gina and says is, is venting to Amy about her getting her job. And she goes, I, he goes, I got her that job, which an ice cream cone can do, by the way. <laughs> oh, burn. Quite often there's no real burns towards Gina, but uh, Jake's probably the only one that can get away with it. Agreed. Now, this is my favorite, favorite one of Ooh, the whole okay, thing. Okay, here we go. So it is when Terry is lifting up the, the, ca- oh, the car and he's like, ones. he goes to the girls, go back inside, Gina. Are you talking to us or the fart? <laughs> That's one of my all-time favorites. Oh, well, oh. I forgot about that. Yeah. And then later when she... I haven't written it down, but later when she comes back out and then she goes, why the long fart? That's another one oh, Okay, I'll leave you go. Go do yours. Oh, I might as well say it now considering <laughs> I've got it written down. Um, <sighs> she goes... Um, oh, no. Where is it? Oh, guys. I've lost it. Guys. How dare She's I? got a thick shake. I know. It's like you full on set me up now. I'm sorry. How dare you? <laughs> it's a good quote, guys. Trust me. Just. Da, 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 da. Oh, yeah. Hey, superstar. Why the long fart? Oh, I meant face. Why the long face? Keep walking, Lenetti. <laughs> oh, such a good one. Oh, what one. other Jake Jabbers do you have for All us? All right, here we go. My quotes. Um, well, we've already said it, but about um, the uh, Adis bottle of wine. And it is wine drink. I looked it up. It, it is, is wine you drink. Had, you okay. had it right. Well Woo. done. Well done, Caitlin. My $8, your $8 bottle of wine. <laughs> I'm not, I'm talking to my credit card company. I tried to get an online subscription to the New Yorker and they declined me. Apparently based on my previous purchases, <laughs> they assumed it was a fraud. fraud. That's crazy. I'm fancy. One time I had coffee flavored ice cream. That's, <laughs> that's oh. really good ice cream, by the way. Love me some co- coffee ice cream. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of my all-time favorite Charles quotes is yeah. um, at the opener after he just got with Vivian and he goes, sexy train is leaving the station. Check out this caboose. Later, sluts. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> I missed that completely. That's a good one. You're going to have to go back and watch it. That For was sure. a good one. Um, the whole hula hoop interaction with yeah, Jake. The I whole loved. thing. Yep. Agreed. Um and then in the tactical village one, mm-hmm. you know, obviously the STD ones that goes on, <laughs> and Amy goes, um, "Will your first dance be to you give me fever?" And Jeffords goes, "Will you be serving crabs at the reception?" <laughs> That's right. Judy goes, "Do you have herpes?" And then after a little while, it goes, "Guys, this is my wedding. This is important to me. No more jokes." Jake goes, "You're right, and we're sorry. We love you, buddy. What's and all. Sorry." I made a rash, rash decision. <laughs> I was itching to say it. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> no, no. And then Hitchcock, I have an STD. <laughs> and that's where it cuts. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, so we just RSVP? And then it goes, yeah. No, so good. <laughs> um, and then a couple of the last ones that I really loved is uh, Terry goes, bad news. I only found his wife and she hasn't heard from him in eight years. That doesn't sound good. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I started by saying bad news. <laughs> Terry believes in having a clear topic sentence. <laughs> oh, God. A clear topic sentence. And then Gina goes um, to Amy, what's this weekend? Oh, we rented a cabin in the Berkshires. We're taking a couple's <gasps> cooking class and there's a great antiques fair. <laughs> yes. Sounds like you two are having a wonderful <laughs> vacation planned. <laughs> yes, I was oh. going to write that one down, but I had too many written. Bloody Gina. Oh, that so was a good. good. 
<laughs> there was a lot of good quotes. That's there the thing. was. There was like a couple episodes where like there wasn't too I wrote much nothing. going on. Yeah. But then there was like a good four episodes where you're like, oh my God, I just want to write the whole script down. Yes. Which makes it hard because when we do Rose's Roundup now, how many police badges would you give episodes um, 15 to 21 out of 10? Out of 10. Honestly, oh, I'm going to give it an eight. Oh. Because, it, like, I must admit, I think, oh, which episode? I've put my notes away. But it might have been, like, episode 16 or 17 where there wasn't really much going not the party episode i think the one after that yeah i was like eh, it was a bit of an eh episode I, yeah. I genuinely don't think i wrote any quotes down from that particular episode i didn't nothing enticed me but everything else was really funny particularly right leading up to the end and i'm loving the whole jake and amy storyline mm. rosa and boyle are finally friends again gina and holt's interactions like it was is yeah i thoroughly enjoyed it i'm giving it an eight yeah eight badges i actually am too gonna give it an eight <gasps> i know because there was a couple episodes where i felt like it'd be more of a six but then the episodes that just get you yeah. like the party and um finally meeting kevin <laughs> yeah oh, that was so good but like seeing also the character development even yeah. there might not have been awesome ish episodes yeah like you really get drawn in yeah so it's like Agreed. all right no okay you've upped it you've upped it yeah you've done well all right i'll give you an eight yeah yeah exactly i couldn't agree more enjoying it yeah very Ooh. good i know i'm excited for the last episode yes. like we said like big things are expected yeah so what we're doing for our next episode we are doing the finale by itself Mm -hmm. And then in that, we are going to analyze just the main characters. Yeah. So we're not going to do like Doug Judy and stuff like that as much as we love Doug Judy. Um, but the main characters, we'll just do like a bit of a, you know, how we thought their character developed throughout from like our first impressions to the end of the season. Um, and we'll sort of just have a, a bit of an analysis. I guess Amy's analysis. Amy's analysis. Good choice. Yeah. Um, on, on the characters. And to, so our next episode will just be one episode plus our little analysis of all the characters. Yeah. Um, so and I guess hopefully sum not goals longer. Sorry. Hopefully. Um, it's just sort of sum up season one. And then, yeah. Kate, season one, we're nearly done. I know. Insane. It's only taken us, what, six hours or, you know, more. I know. <laughs> hey, yeah. six hours, is a, that's only like... However many episodes, come on, like of actually watching. Probably all of them. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, 20 true. minutes. <laughs> yeah. I forget they're only 20 minute episodes. <laughs> you just love hearing our voices, everyone. Yeah. But that's love us. Right. But um, we actually want to thank Hobby Homies Network for supporting us through this mm -hmm. and for supplying, obviously, all the podcasting needs for us. Yeah. Thank you, Hobby Homies. Thank you, Hobby Homies. Uh, so they, if you don't remember, they're a, a tabletop gaming podcast that they also have. Um, and they release weekly episodes and monthly battle reports and board game playthroughs. You can subscribe to their YouTube channel to stay up to date and check out all the links on hobbyhomies.com. Mm -hmm. um, they've also just released a new episode with tips and tricks of how to speed up your painting. Oh! So if you don't understand what I'm talking about, go check out their website <laughs> and their podcast and then you'll understand. And it's yes. kind of awesome what they're doing. It is. It is. We have them actually. Actually, we might do when the room's a little bit more tidied up. It's not, actually, it's not too bad. But we will post um, a couple pictures of what they do and their logos and stuff on our Insta. Yeah. So those that are following our Instagram um, can see them and give them a like and, you know, bump up their subscription. Um, yeah. Show your support over there. 
And speaking of Instagram, um, like we did last episode, we'll give a quick shout out to our followers on Instagram. Yep. So there's me, obviously. Hey. Oh, and Kate, you're following too. Hey. <laughs> and another friend of ours, Kate. Then we have Jess, Brittany, Yvette, Kayla, Bianca, Jazz, Adriana, Courtney, Connie, Lily, my cousin Melanie, um, Simone, Antonella, the Hobby Homies Network, Danny, Sarah, Ebony, Suze, Oh. Getsy. Thank you. Getsy. <laughs> Look, love, I'll get it eventually. I promise you Just I will. Just call it G. Cool. Oh, why did you say that two weeks ago? So was- G, <laughs> Laura, Adam, Lana, Remy, Sam, the Goblins Forge. I still love that name. Um, Andrew and Sue. So thank you to all our followers. Um, I want to give a shout out to Trent because he doesn't. He's not love on Instagram, you, Trent. but Trent listens to all our episodes number and one supporter. he's our number one supporter. And he calls me after every time I listen to it, and he gives me the feedback. You know, you're talking too fast, or I like this analysis, and blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. So um, we've had quite a few listens. We looked at that analysis the other um, prior, didn't we? And we yeah. saw how many people listened to us. Um, so thank you for everyone that supports us. We thoroughly enjoy doing this. We're still learning, so please any feedback, anything. For those that are in South Africa, thank you for listening. Yeah, <laughs> the one listener in South Africa and Russia. So we've gone global, guys. <laughs> We're big here now. We're big, yeah. <laughs> Look out, world. <laughs> We're coming. <laughs> We're coming. Um, but yeah, so this will be released uh, on Monday. Well, that's silly because you're actually listening to it. Yeah, so on, you'll hear. I know. I'm sorry. Look. I feel like I'm talking to Kate, but yeah. So Thanks for the information. You're welcome. Anytime. So yeah, please send through your um, comments, questions or anything for the mm-hmm. finale. We'd love to answer them uh, and get your feedback on what you want to hear. Yeah. Or tell us what you think of the characters. Yeah. What are your favorite traits of the- I'd love to get your input. The, yeah. Let us know. We'll give you a shout out. We'll get your, um, get your voice across. Yeah. But Kate, that's it. That's, that's it. Done for today. Nine, nine. Nine, nine.